Welcome to the 1-1. One, one. I'm BJ Ryan. Episode 136 is sponsored by Betfair. Do not bet harder, bet smarter at Betfair. Uh, there's a bit happening here at 1-1 one, one HQ on a Thursday morning, but it's a pleasure to be here alongside the guru, Terry Layton. Hello, Terry. Hello, BJ. How are you? All right. Well? Yeah, hanging in there. Hanging in there. Yeah. Just taking it one race at a time. That's all you can do in winter. Mm. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been a slight challenging week at home. I feel the kids have... Had various ailments and illnesses along the way, but that's just winter, winter for you. But uh, but yeah, I still am a little bit flat. I must admit, after uh, after Sunday, we were both there. Our man, J.K. His last game oh, in, the, yeah. in the West Coast Eagles, we couldn't get the win for him, but he kicks eight. What a magical uh, magical day it was there at Optus. I just still can't believe we didn't. <laughs> we pretty, we couldn't win. Pretty uh, piss week, well in all. Uh, I thought bloke kicks eight. We're playing a bottom four side, bottom five side, and. Yeah, you should be winning from there. Yeah. It means that no one else turned up, basically. Mm. So I was a little bit disappointed. It was rough. May have yeah. launched him at the $2.10 as well. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I honestly thought we were morals. So I, I just I, I thought, thought we were, we were proper dollar thirty yeah. pops. So yeah. yeah, even yeah. As soon as we, we went three or four goals down, but then kicked, you know, we squared it up, went in front, I think. Yeah. And you know, I thought we were good from there. But uh yeah, what a uh what, what a star. What a star. You you obviously you'd love to see him keep playing, let's just play the home games next year and mentor him, but I don't know. With Oscar Allen hopefully coming back, it's probably the time, I think, for Joe K to hang him up. Yeah. Let, yeah. let our just array of youngsters come through. <laughs> all the big name youngsters we've got coming through on our list. <laughs> Deary, eh? they, they all must have made the extended squad in the yeah. uh, 22 under 22. Yeah, that was stiff. They just went on the field. Hey, um, yeah, I had my JK shirt on and uh, I didn't didn't take it off to the next day, I don't think. so. Mm. But uh, no, what a great man. And uh, But yeah, that's uh, that was uh, just about a highlight for the <laughs> – West Coast Eagles supporters, but uh, heading into the footy finals soon, so can't wait for that. But um, other than that, last weekend, went, I, I ended up getting a late call-up to the awards night. Mm. Friday morning, phone rings. SJ Wolf uh, has got a, got a late uh, scratching, and so there was an opening there. Uh, the split came, and I, I took it. So I've landed there uh, after I caught up with you at the races on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Landed at the awards night at the Western in town. So um, hats off to Brittany... Brittany and Darren McCauley and Brittany Taylor, they're uh, obviously the rock stars at what they do and they uh, hosted the show and did the very best they can. So, um, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, there was, there was no, there's no fairy tale though. No. <laughs> Justin Friss. I was, uh, I was in the city. I was in the city as well. <laughs> I, was, I was ready to make the dash across. So lucky I only spent an hour on this year's speech. <laughs> Actually, to tell you the truth, the, um, the, the drama and the controversy must have just been too much for the panel because they scrapped the mid-year award this year. <laughs> oh, dearie me. That's very good stuff. That's very good stuff. No mid-year award, but no. uh, the, uh, the the champion jockeys and trainers and uh, and horses were all honoured. Apprentices, of course. Horses and broodmares as well. And uh, um, Blackfriars, he won his remarkable 12th, I think, 12th straight Um Stallion, the Sire Premiership. So, um, yeah, but um, the, the night does need a bit of a sprucing, a bit of a spruce up. Yeah. Yeah. So, at the, at the start, the you have the, the dignitary speak of it was the, the chairwoman, mm-hmm. the chairperson of Rawa and the Minister for Racing and Gaming. Um, got to set the tone in those moments, do you know what I mean? But I just thought we just got off to a sort of long and flat sort of start, unfortunately. So, um I don't know. Dignitaries, you know, they just need to keep them short, yeah. sharp, to the point, keep everyone up and about. 
Um, but what we re- entertainment for sure. But what we really Any good speeches from Adam this year. Now, Adam was good. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, better uh, than last year. Or uh, Adam w- spoke with Darren yep. and um, Darren only, and yep. uh, <laughs> and he was he was very good actually. He he he. I said to him after that he sounded he spoke like he was the president of the trainers association. He was very uh, oh. official and uh, be an announcement uh, coming. Yeah, he was uh, very professional. Was Adam, but. Um, but what we what they really need is like a roaming Brian type character within the yeah. show, and it has to be roaming Terry, doesn't it? Roaming Terry, roaming Terry, Terry. You need someone who I'll probably just get punched in there. Well, you, you need someone who's not afraid to. Uh, I need security. Take the Mickey out of himself and take the Mickey out of others and knows what they're talking about. Roaming Terry, it'll be a revelation next year. Roaming Terry, dearie me. <laughs> Jeez, I reckon there might be a few voting no for that. I reckon. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Dearie, <laughs> But other than that, it was good to see uh, the industry get to, to get together and celebrate another another season. But um, Roman Terry, lock it in for next year, I reckon, 100%. Oh, I'm going to run it past Brittany and Darren and see what they think. Mm, okay. Um, what do you reckon about the rail last Saturday? Uh, cold. Ice yeah, cold. ice cold. <laughs> freezing, wasn't it? Absolutely <laughs> freezing. So that's reckon, as reckon, wild a rail I've seen, reckon, I reckon. Do you reckon you could have swayed Pete McCormick about the hot and cold rail? I reckon that, yeah. <laughs> we may have, yeah, we may have got uh, got through to him there. But uh, What have yeah. you got? What have you got for us? Oh, just wild stuff. Last, that was uh, incredible with that rail. So it was a real... Basically, if you did listen to this last week, just forget about it. Just back, just back the leaders, leaders, back jobs. Uh, the last race was quite telling on its, it's own. It's a travel owner, wasn't it? Yeah the, yeah, the leader won well, and I think it probably wins regardless. Hibiscus Lady, but I mean, then you've got Absolow who ran second and Gold Merritt's <laughs> third, and they were the three horses rails in run. Um, yeah, it was wild. If you go back and look at it, Arcadia Grace won like winks considering. Like, that was a slow lane, and it's um, it's walked past them. Probably well, I Our think, money was on keep attacking. I think 11 of the 12 winners were rails in run. Yep. Yeah, that's incredible, especially like on a day where uh, you got so many races and it's chopping up and you would have thought they, it usually fares up. Like yesterday looked a little bit um, of that nature and then towards the end of the day, um, in saying that, just a honeydew one yesterday. So <laughs> what do you reckon about honeydew? That was <laughs> dear me. Three deep, no cover, hot tempo. Yeah. Just wins like winks. Yeah. So there was there was leaders all day that ran well. I'm just trying to find the race that um uh Roger King, he was uh leaders back, I think. Yep. Um CJ Pay in the first. Sockoff led. The only yeah. winner that wasn't Rails in run for for even Arcadia Grace was Rails in run. Taj pushed out. Yeah. Really, really nice run from Taj. Was West Ride, River sorry. West River Miracle. Yeah, I said to Ben um on the day, actually, that I thought that was a really, really good win considering mm. how they were all playing. And we had a chat to Lucy with uh Dig Deep and did yeah. that was upsetting because she gave that oh, a thousand out of ten. Yeah, perfect. And he just didn't he's just not letting down like he used to. So Anyway, well, a bit of a crossroads for Dig Deep. But anyway, Lucy said um, before that race, it's clearly you don't want to be one off. You want to be on the fence. Mm. So I, I loved hearing that as well. It shows the jockey's really switched on. And because those lanes, I, as I said, I, I think it's underrated how important the lanes are. And I, th- I think those winter, yeah. those hoops that can clue on during the races and the connections that can have a chat about it. And um, Because you got to sometimes you got to show some guts and say that. And say, Look, if we can get to this fence and travel on that fence, that's going to save us three lengths at the end of the day or – um, gain us three lengths at the end of the day. So, well, well, um, interesting stuff. Fanta wins race eight. Success play leaders back. 
uh, wins race nine, who has been struggling to win. Another horse has been really struggling to win, Mount Walker. Mr. Mount Walker, he was leaders back as well. Yeah. And then Ginger Fly was four back the fence. It was a good win. That was incredible. The but, money, I thought, what's this money? Yeah. This is wild. What that showed, because they were not no white flag as much, but the other two that Cornell it were the two I was sort of willing to take on. Yeah. What that race showed to me was a little changing of the guard to some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, the three up-and-comers have gone one, two, three and sort of put little gaps on the rest of the field. So up to these ratings races, these up and coming. So I had big queries on they, that might be the, you know, that just might be the superior form line. As we often see when the three-year-olds race the older horses and um, this week we'll talk about the the four-year-olds that are now eligible for the West Speed Platinums. It just seems to be that the younger horses often, um, they just succeed them quite quickly. Mm, it just became a pattern day, didn't it? Yeah. Um, Long story short. So, uh, but yeah. It was, be wary of that again on, so that was, on be wary so, of that again on Saturday. But also that was, of course, the first time we've been back in the true for yeah. quite a long time. And so, we, we often don't go in the true for ages and go yeah. back there and it can be a lot fairer than that. So. Yeah. But just be mindful because the three-metre pad will be relatively um, – have we got any information on the three-metre pad or is that something we don't have? Not just yet. Okay. Uh, it's on the way. <laughs> Uh, but but yeah, so it's um yeah it was it was alarming last Saturday how pronounced that uh, that pattern was, um, especially twelve races. So it was massive sample size there, and uh, it was um I think there was one race where uh, leader leaders back three back the fence four back the fin- fence ran first second third fourth. So um, there was a couple of those perhaps, but anyway, um, one last thing before we we push on to our preview. Uh, Mr. Guru, is uh, the Bob Peters were on Bob Watch, Cerise and White Watch. Uh, stage Man did Stage Manny type things at Flemington last Saturday. He was sort of uh, up on heels, jog trotting, thought if he got out that he'd probably uh, go past him. He, he, he was a good run though. He hit the line hard, ran second in the uh, Ori Star, first look down the straight, six at Flemington. This Saturday, however, three runners for uh, – the Peters Investments. Midnight Blue, the Perth Cup winner, makes his uh, debut for Danny O'Brien. Showmanship, of course, last time he went around was in the one goom. I think we might have been on him that day. And Regal Power, he resumes in the PB Lawrence Stakes. He was uh, he was uh, announced the WA Horse of the Year for last season as well at last Saturday night's uh, awards night. So Midnight Blue, Showmanship, Regal Power will be wearing the streets and white at Caulfield this Saturday. Well, happening, isn't it? Mm. Jai McNeil exciting, is the is the is the hoop for all is he three. Gonna, is he going to jump? <laughs> He's, hopefully, hopefully he can uh, he can make every post a winner here on those three. But it's going to be interesting to see how how they perform. Actually, Midnight Blue obviously stay are resuming. Um, will no doubt be uh, they'll be looking for him to sort of be winding up late. Chairmanship. Um, yeah, he's just a weapon when right. So hopefully he's uh, he's ready to go. And Regal Power is just a real high quality horse. So won't be won't be long before we see Western Empire and Graceful Girl among others stepping out as well. So um, the Cerise and Whites in full flight uh, as the uh, as things heat up there in Melbourne. So um, you're rhyming as well. And yeah, a bit of luck at uh, Broom Sprint Day on Tuesday. Terry Advocator got the chockies. Yeah, no. Tell you what, loves kickback, loves racing. Never in doubt. Very consistent. Yeah. Type of. Uh, I did my ass in the race, which is the best part. So I've got we've got a few horses now, so I have to be wary. I can't just back them all blindly like an owner. So I had a big pop at Native Time, so they rode cold, which I thought was really good tactics. Um, Real good. <laughs> that's sarcasm for anyone. 
not picking that up. Um, but yeah, no, nice, uh, nice little saver, I guess. Uh, seeing Advocator <laughs> just uh, tracked him nicely into it. Four days, never a doubt. Wouldn't mind having a chat to Luke about it, actually, BJ. Well, yes, of course. Well, of course, it's Broom Cup Day this sad day, so we thought we might as well get a bit of a broom flavour on the the one one this week, and we'll chat to young Luke Morton, who's been overseeing the Morton Racing operation up in on the Pearl Coast this season, and of course, he's got Budley Lad, one of the fancies in the Broom Cup. Let's bring him in. Let's have a quick chat to the man who's going to be saddling up one of the fancies in the Broom Cup on Saturday. And of course, he's the he's the man behind the Mighty Mayor Advocator. It's none other than Luke Morton. Luke, welcome to the 1-1. Thanks, guys. Cheers for having me. Hey, Luke, we're just uh, having a chat before we uh, started recording about the weather up there. And you were saying it's a little bit windy today and it's a bit tough because of the wind. Uh, <laughs> gee, some, some blessed conditions you're getting up there. What's the average sort of temperature? I don't even want to look because no. I feel too jealous. <laughs> Certainly, we've been spoiled. Usually, um, it's around the thirties, I reckon. But it's a bit breezy today, so we're uh, rugged up. It was hard to watch on Tuesday. We're yeah. in the middle of a bloody storm, and then there you, you ch- tune into Sky Channel, and there's a uh, Ladies' Day in Broome, yeah. and they're all just having the time of their lives. But I saw uh, there was going to be a delay with the ambulance uh, before race two, and I thought, uh, gee, somebody, it's a long week. Somebody's gone. Someone's gone earlier. <laughs> so, <laughs> hope everyone is okay. But, uh, I had a, Little chuckle to myself about yeah. that, <laughs> Luke. Luke, you uh, you spread your wings. Certainly, this season you took up a team of nine uh, for your father, Danny Morton. Um, nine thoroughbreds to to Broome. You're just a young fella. How have you, how have you handled the season thus far? And um, uh, yeah, and, and how are things looking heading into the big grand final day this Saturday? Uh, pretty good. Um, all things are working nicely leading into Cup Day. Um, we can up early with a game plan, uh, leaning on them peaking later in the season. I think that's come to a head and it's uh, working well. And, yeah, nailing it now. So it's, it's is it the third time, third broom season you've done? Is that right? Four. Four. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So uh, for my records, anyway, you, you won the Kimberley Cup with Boys Get Around Him 2019. Yep. The, uh, the same race with Stafford's Lad. In uh, last year, that was 21, and this, yep. so you won the same race for the third time, the final lead-up to the Broom Cup this year with Budley Lad. So what can you tell us about Budley Lad heading into the Broom Cup? What sort of horse has he been since he's joined the stable? You've got a good handle on him now, and uh, what are you expecting to see from him in the big $100,000 race this Saturday? Um, yeah, expecting big things, actually. Um, his work's perfect. Um, he's really uh, thrown legs over ground, I think. Um, it was a good surprise. We weren't too sure bringing him up here what we'd what we'd get out of him um, in the shorter races. He couldn't really get to the front with the sort of speed that they go. But uh, once we stretched him out, um, he got got back into the rhythm that he likes, and yeah, he's gone pretty good since. Well, it can be quite a head scratcher, Broom. Can I think he was he was beaten combined total of thirty lengths almost his first three starts. <laughs> you must yeah, have been a bit worried. You don't look at margins in Broome. They <laughs> no. don't count. Margins no. are <laughs> But as soon as he's been able to get out on out, sort of a bit of room up on top of the speed, he's he's a different horse, isn't he, Budley? Yeah. We were scratching our heads after his first couple of runs thinking what have we done? But um <laughs> no, he he's turned a page and yeah, he's uh, loving it now. Mate, you're uh, the uh, Terry Late, the Perth Racing Guru, is a part owner in the one and only Advocator. 
You, you, your first yeah. trip to, to Derby for the Derby Sprint Day, Advocator saluted. Then she's come out and won on Ladies Day, and then she's going again. Pearl Classic. Pearl Classic. Oof, tell you what, taking on another one of uh, Danny's, actually. Megadon. Yeah, another yes. one of Luke's there with Megadon. So, oh, stiff rise in class, powerful. It was a favourite for the uh, <laughs> the, the Broom Sprint. Uh, ran second, did it? I didn't even realise that. Uh, ran second in the Broom Sprint, Turbo Power. Well, Jesus, he's Advocator up to then. Just say yes. I don't know. She's, um, she's been <laughs> very consistent. Probably the most consistent horse in Broome, or one of at least. Um, tell, tell you what, like Chrissy Nichols ridden. Her, sorry, Luke, Chrissy Nichols ridden a retreat as well. I reckon Nichols must have shares in uh, Advocate. The she's way been ten, out, ten out of ten every single time, <laughs> and she has, she's like one of the few mares that really handles kickback. Loves being in the box yeah. seat. Yeah, she? loves loves a box seat. She loves yeah. it. Um, uh, she's, she's so tough. Very good. So you've you've actually have, how many runners you got? Cup day, four or five. 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 Okay. Five runners. Who's, yeah, your, who's, your, who's your best? Um, oh, I'm pretty modest. I don't, I don't like tipping anything, but um, very happy with Buddley, and I wouldn't be surprised if they had Cicada shows up again. Mm. Me neither. She's flying. Even yeah. Mount Nash, you know, he, I think he'll be quite fit going in, uh, dropping back to the 16 now, so I think that'll suit. Mm-hmm. Now... Luke, what happens? What happens with your your setup post broom? Are you stopping off anywhere on the way home? Are you heading straight back to Perth? What's what's next for uh, for young Luke Morton? I think I'll I'll, uh, I'll rug up and head back to Perth. Um, might have a holiday on just after me holiday here, <laughs> in a couple of weeks, um, and then head back to Kalgoorlie. I think with some club horses. Mm-hmm. Okay, are, um, and then, are you going to be uh, are you going to be um, asked to go across to Melbourne at all? Do any work with Kissing All Four Cheeks? Yeah, I think so. I think that's the plan. Um, I'll head over with Dad just for a week or two, just to uh, gain some more experience, see what it's all about over there, um, get the lay of the land, and yeah, see what's happening. Mate, just 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 a young fellow learning learning his trade. Is uh, is thoroughbred racehorse training the the way you want to go? Yeah, I think so. Um, I love my farming as well, so in the long run, I'd love to do it all. But um, yeah, for the time being, I'm loving doing this, getting around um, to all the all the bush tracks and learning. Mm. Yeah, outstanding. And and last one, uh, we've spoken a little bit recently. And is is it right that you're thinking about maybe uh, taking a team to Esperance for the season this year? Yeah, I'd love to. I um. Recently had success down there last season, just took one horse, um, watched me Nano, won a race and then went home. So that got me the buzz down there and I might go back with the team. Very good. It's a little bit colder season. down there. Then again, right time of the year, yeah, actually. Summer. Yeah, the right time of the year. Yeah, I think I'll have to go clothes shopping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, if Advocator makes her way down there, it could, oh, be, a, could be a trip down to tell you what, Yeah, well, one of the part owners, Bradley McManus, um, he reckons, he just reckons, if she's going well on dirt, wait till uh, Daniel Luke get her onto the uh, the grass. Ascot. Oh, yeah. just party time, you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Luke. Hey, man, thanks for jumping on. Uh, it's been a fantastic uh Broom or Pearl Coast season for for uh, Morton Racing Stables up there. You leading the charge, and of course, um, all eyes will be on uh, Big Broom Cup Day this sad day. And of course, you'll be saddling up Budley Lad and uh, the Calcutta. That's always a big night, isn't it? That's on on Friday night. So I imagine that uh, Budley will be will be very much sought after when it comes to the Calcutta. Yep, sweet. Yep, no dramas. Very good, Luke. Thanks for jumping on. All right, thank you. Thanks, Luke. 
Okay, punters, it's time to partner with Betfair and preview Belmont Newmarket Day. BJ Ryan, Terry Layton, we're teaming up to record episode 136 of the 1 1. This is your West Australian podcast. And it. Reckon is anyone's listened to all the 136? My mum. Yeah? Yeah. Jenny, my sister. Jenny. And probably my dad. <laughs> Yeah, no. I might watch Forrest. I'm in a Forrest Gump type of mood, actually. <laughs> Forrest Gump? Yeah. Oh, cracker. Um, uh, it is almost- the Belmont tracks, like a box of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're- Actually, Sean McGrady wheeled off a- uh, Yeah, I was going to- I heard that yeah, one recently yeah. or yeah, someone- What are you talking about? No white flag. No white flag. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. 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 Um, very good. Uh, it's just before 12 noon on Thursday, the 11th of August. Northern kicking off today- uh, Roeburn at uh, – so it's a Paul Headland at Roeburn tomorrow. Interesting. Belmont Newmarket Day, Broom Cup Day, this sad day, and Cal – sorry, Campbellda Cup Day uh, in the goldfields this Sunday. And, of course, we might, we've might we got a sneaky first-upper guru. Mm, we do. Have a look at the little ownership group there, eh? Mm. What a uh, – having a bit of fun in our little WhatsApp chat as well. But uh, we have – we bought uh, Evelina – um, it's gone to our mate, Nick Carapalotti, Nick Cara Carpet Call. And um, sad, yeah, it should sad, go well. Sad day center himself. Yeah, we're pretty happy with how it's mm. going. I, I've, I haven't done the race yet, but I can see that Shake, Baby Shake has drawn very well and we've drawn the car park. Does Adam really need to be going to no. uh, Calgary on a Sunday read, He hasn't read the script. So <laughs> the, the, how weak these C2s have been, I thought we'd probably just go and win first up. But uh, yeah, I, I dare say that we might be running for second, but uh, it's exciting times. Some... Um, some podcast regulars mm -hmm. as well. Friends of the show. Yeah, Laiths involved, mm -hmm. Tommy J, um, Bradley McManus. Mm -hmm. um, just we've got an all-star crew. I feel like I've got to mention everyone here. I don't know. Who else we got? McGrath, yeah. Adam McGrath, Chris Nelson, uh, a couple of Tommy's mates, a couple of Swannies. Mm -hmm. we got Logan and Chad Warner, mm -hmm. uh, Mitch McLenna, mm -hmm. McLenna Henny, <laughs> McLenna Henny. <laughs> I've got started now and I've, and got, to, I've got to get everyone's Jimmy Gallo. Now. Jimmy Gallo, yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, one of my very good mates. Jimmy Gallo, Robbie Spence. Yes, of course. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I hope I haven't forgotten everyone. I think you've got everyone. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. yeah, I think so. There you go. So, so Evelina this Sunday. Evelina uh, this Sunday. Very we'll, excited for the we'll, debut. We'll be wearing the Nick Carapalotti colours. But. But second up, look out, could be uh, – could if, she be win, if, she win, if she wins by five in the in the in the purple, we might have to leave. No, no, I reckon the the one one colours could be uh, could be getting a rebirth up in Kalgoorlie with Evelina. So watch this space. Mm -hmm. And don't forget, BJ, stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the market, city meets, get out stakes competition. Um, and don't forget, we have got Jimmy chasing four. Iceman. The Iceman chasing four in a row, but we've got a big dog. We've gone the double gladiator, mm. you know. If you want to get to, to Mount Rushmore, you've got to get through Rooney and Dunn, and we're going to lob up Rooney first up, I think. So it's um, Rooney versus Stewart. Mm. Tough. Tough. But he's been dominant. He has been. He's been dominant. Someone's going to knock off the dog. Yeah. Someone's going to knock race off the fit, Rune dog. Race fit and in form. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, we're bringing... Uh, bringing Rooney out first up. Yeah. So it's going to be a good, good tussle. Maybe some cobwebs early. It's going to be a good tussle. Mm -hmm. So we've got double Vulcan. Double Vulcan yeah. at the bottom of the Travelator. Vulcan and Hammer. Hammer. I yeah. don't know <laughs> names. So all I've got is Vulcan. Yeah. Was Hammer a gladiator? Yeah. Pretty sure he was. Yeah, been, yeah. yeah. Hammer and Vulcan, they're mm -hmm. waiting for you, Jimmy Stewart. You've got to get through them if you want to get up onto the uh, honour board as the five timers. 
because uh, it's five and out on the mastermind, of course. So, Guru, you've always got plenty of irons in the fire. What's happening? Have you got any Betfair Edge? What's happening in Friday Form Lounge with Fitzy, <sighs> Feed, Flutter, Froffies, Phillips, Free Money? What's happening? Yeah, the fr fr Yeah, I think it's on Saturday morning, actually. Just yeah. That's just a little – I'll just go on and tip a best declare or something. Yeah, declare something. a couple. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, what do we got? We got the written previews are back online this week. Uh, probably be a little bit shorter than what I was doing in the past. I'm going to try and follow uh, Scotty Emery sort of model. I like mm-hmm. how he does it on Tab Touch. So they're back up. And I, the interview I did a, a few a month or so ago, and I was a touch hungover, and I also had COVID at the time. I didn't realise um, airs tonight as well with Betfair. So so Betfair that could be a sham. That could Betfair be a sham. Flew you to Melbourne to do some uh, important sort of educational videos, and uh, you've lobbed hungover with COVID. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't in my peak condition, but uh, I tell you what. At least, yeah, I think I spoke some truths though. So, so that's going to be launched when? That'll be tonight. Oh wow! Yeah, that'll be tonight. So I this think. is all on the Betfair Hub. So yes, it is. Yeah, it is. So it'll be on. Yeah, it'll be everywhere. Probably Channel Nine News or Tips as well. So yeah, I dare you be able to miss it. So Can't wait. That's what you want is my head as much as possible, isn't it? <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, okay. So it's Belmont Newmarket Day this uh, Belmont, this Saturday. That's uh, August 13th. The rail is in the three-meter position, out three meters from that dynamite fast lane there at the tree last Saturday. Um, it's been pretty wet um, over the last week or so. 101 mil had fallen on the Belmont track uh, the last seven days prior to yesterday. 21 mil in the last 24 hours leading into yesterday's meeting. So the track held up quite well, considering. And um, they no, upgraded it yesterday, too. No rain tomorrow. No uh, no rain today, rather. That's Thursday. No rain Friday tomorrow. And there is some rain forecast for Saturday morning. So watch this space. Reasonable when, as well. Yeah, watch this space when it comes to the track this Saturday. Uh, they tell me it's a six, soft six at the moment, but with that rain, it's probably going to be seven, eight type territory. Oh, hang on. Soft down. six at the moment, is yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So. Oh, gee, it's going to be a good four by pre-rain. It'll be a soft five. I guess just, just, just sorry, it just depends how much moisture it's holding at the yeah. moment from the deluge that we've sort of. Um, oh, dear. Because that rain is coming early Saturday morning. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. There you go. I allowed for a soft six, but we could be racing on something even slightly better. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so you know, that's something else that's interesting, Terry, is we might be uh, our track report where we talk about track weather and we would just basically make lots of assumptions and mm. things that we uh, we might be having a sponsor come on board what? in the next couple of weeks. So uh, watch uh, watch out, listeners. One one's going international. No, not really. But uh, we'll, <laughs> will, it, will they tell us for sure and certain which lanes will play hot and which ones won't? I think that's part of the contract. Absolutely. Okay. So, um, yeah, look, looking forward to uh, another sponsor coming on board here with us at the One One Your West Australian Racing Podcast. I think we should get rolling on Belmont Newmarket Day. Of course, race one this is a late start, isn't it? After uh, a nine nine o'clock nine a.m. start last well, that day, the sun wasn't even up last week. <laughs> there was still fog on the track. I think uh, race one eleven forty four a.m. The tap right. touch West Speed. Platinum handicap over 1,400 metres. Take it away, Mr. Guru. All right. I think last week we saw something very important in last week's – oh, excuse me. Last week's um, Platinum race, we mm-hmm. saw 
Sokolov, Storm Commander, and Ultimate Com- Who ran third? It wasn't Ultimate Commander. Ran a really nice race. So. Whoever ran third was another racehorse. And um, all three of those were new to the Platinum races because they just become eligible. Ah, I see. So, so I reckon- Because three-year-olds are ineligible yep. Uh, punters. Yep. So I really reckon these Platinum races, I've been saying it all year, I think they're pretty low quality. Mm-hmm. Um, great if you've got a horse that can go into them, but uh, I think they're pretty low quality. So- um, looking for horses that are new to them. So that means I'm looking outside of Arnie's Boy, Flicker's Chance, Gold Merits, uh, Aldi La. They're, they're in the bin, especially mm-hmm. uh, and one that's in the bin is Success Play. I like the seven-day backer, but it's a shame it doesn't draw any gate. But I can't see anywhere but the Breeze type thing for Success Play here. So he, I is, think it's- he is a recently – he is three turn four though. Success player. Yeah, exactly. He yeah. fits the bill, but he's one that I'm going to sack as well. Okay, 100% right. going to sack him. That was a map win last week. So he's going to be over, well, underpriced uh, this week because of that. Um, I'm, I'm actually over $30 for success play from that. Wow. Player. I think success play is a real, I mentioned it last week, a real Stevie Parnham type horse. He, he rides those ones and Neville seems to train these. That you can, if, if you can get a box seat run, they uh, run really nice races. But what success players have to cop most of its preparation is breezes or leading because it's just found the wrong races and wrong setup. Mm-hmm. From Barry Tanner, it's it looks difficult to get that box seat run, so we'll take it on. So uh, the three runners we'll, we'll focus on a Cara Mundoy. Mundoy. Sorry, Born to Rule was a horse you were thinking of before. Born to Rule. Yeah. yeah. Delta Goodrum's favourite. Yeah. Uh, no, it's Born to Try, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lindsay Smith. Yeah. Uh, Cara Mundoy, Forever Dreaming, and, and Ginger Baker. Ginger Baker may need it. Mm-hmm. But I reckon Ginger Baker's at the moment probably the best horse of those three, but just may need it. Um, you can see his first up stats here, BJ, none for four, no places, but they're better than that. Mm-hmm. Don't don't just see the stats and, and write him off on that. It was a really nice soft trial. Um, month, first up. Month between trial and race. Yeah, that was because of the abandoned race. It wouldn't have been that long, but that is definitely a concern. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was scheduled to start on the th- 3rd of August. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So still there still was a gap though, which is yeah. some concern, minor concern. Um, but yeah, may need a ginger baker. But uh, first up a couple of campaigns ago was nearly the run of the race behind the Spruker um, in a pretty strong three-year-old form reference. So not too perturbed um, about that first up record, but do think it's probably between Karamundi Forever Dreaming. I'm a clear favourite Karamundi mm-hmm. from the barrier. Worried it'll be three of the fence and it's a horse that, Looks like it needs to go through its gears. Uh, its last win wasn't as good as, considering how the day was playing, wide was best that day. I, I don't know. They, they labelled Osofia betting-wise, so I, I get the feeling they knew Osofia was going to swim and it was going real good because that Osofia form line is not a good one, but I reckon it was really ready to go that day, if that makes sense. Yeah, Take it out the race and beat the rest of them by three lengths. And Risky Lyrics was a reasonable run the run before to beat by three. So, um, yeah, Caramondo for me from one, just a little bit concerned, read the gates. So I'm about three bucks Caramondo, 650 Forever Dreaming, 650 Ginger Baker. Could have been shorter for uh, Forever Dreaming, to be honest. That's my thoughts. Mm. Caramondo for me. Caramondo, Mindy, Caramondi for me as well is um, uh, old SJ Wolf uh, in a bit of form. Mm. Often, often he does have a bit of a uh, sort of a run of winners sort of, Belmont Winter, and um, recently, or not secret, right, won yesterday, Mount Walker, Mr. Mount Walker won, Classic Rogue has been a recent winner as well, and of course, Caramundi last start. So um, this fellow was pretty unlucky first up, wasn't he, with Tash Faithful on board, 
got the job done in a head bobber at Pinjaro the other day. I think he's just going to be one of those horses who continues to to step up with racing and uh, and experience. Uh, the, I don't think the mile will be an issue in time as well. So it, the it's going to go 14, 14. So that's that's another thing to consider. Mm-hmm. But uh, Sean McGrady on from a low draw, um, in form third up. Uh, Caramundi coming into this particular grade look, looks the looks the way to go for me as well. Forever dreaming the hardest it needs to some be. clear air. Yeah, I just, with Castillo Del Lago in the race, I was so, just know. about to say the best horse in this race for Caramundi is Castillo Del Lago, yep. who should be bowling along towards a turn and creating some gaps. So yeah, and can, and can roll off as well. So there yep. could, could be some space to some room for. Mm-hmm. And Car- the three Carmody. meter pad's pretty fresh, so the, yep. the fence should be pretty good. Um, but again, really, really mindful of what we saw last week like i think that probably the the thing to remember from last week remember we were talking about the last and i said well if it's playing off pace you can make ground i'll be with false statement if leaders are winning i'll be with hibiscus lady type thing yeah that's probably yeah that's probably the way to sort of approach this there's a lot of races like that there's one later we'll talk about pro diverse multinational mm-hmm. and you're going to have one of them in the breeze one of them dead last so you sort of look at the pattern of the day and that'll give you a big pointer as to who's going to be suited so yeah i actually think carmini's got um Got some real talent. He's a half half brother to younger half brother to the Spruker. Um, different, completely different horse size and shape. But he did run a really good third at Ascot. Yeah, um, sort of just at the start of his his preparation. Basically, he ran third to Rockinori and Black Fantasy in a midweeker mm-hmm. at Ascot. He was only beaten a length and a half. Finished alongside Black Fantasy on that occasion. So there, he is. He has shown um, capacity to compete well against some. I guess those horses were, were sort of learning their learning their trade as well, but I think there's a bit of class there to work with with Karamindi. So he, uh, I think this is a good option for him. Looks well placed by the by stable. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get off to a fly. I tell you what, last week pre midday, I was doing my absolute ass. Yeah, I absolutely. I looked at the clock and it wasn't even midday, and I thought, how is this real? <laughs> how is this real? The Me one too. one just was not the spot to be. So. Um, turned it around a little bit, to some degree. Did you keep attacking? I kept attacking. Yeah, <laughs> I was when yeah, as I said, I was about four bucks. But when Chris was on for Jade, I was pretty happy taking three twenty type of thing. So, um, yeah, but no, we um we turned around. We we sometimes it was uh it's good not to be stubborn. Go with mm-hmm. the pattern. Yeah, anyway, BJ, this is the race I'm most excited about for the day. I doubt I'll have a bet, but this is the race I'm most excited about for the day. The uh the free entry on. <laughs> I didn't even. I genuinely didn't even realize. I'm not even joking. I that's where you were no, going. I wasn't actually going there. I I genuinely am looking forward to this race, but I'm looking forward to it even more knowing that I can go and watch it without paying a, <laughs> an entry fee to Belmont Park Plate. Over the 1,000 metres, we see the return of the very exciting Baby Paris. Yeah. Um, just just on Baby Paris, went back and watched the Karakata again, um, the race that Dig Date won a few years ago. <laughs> and um, it was a tenth. Like, how good a ride from Jerry, Jerry Gosky yeah. as well. Was- you know, because the, the horse in the 1-1 sort of – um, was gone early and she would have just been shuffled back through the field. Yeah, Jerry's given that a, a proper 10 out of 10. So, um, and, and it was home too and then just uh, merely as Jules said, I wouldn't have thought so. Baby my, Paris. Beat my reasonable one. So mm. uh, we saw Baby Paris get through the heavy in case it, that deluge does come and we start something a bit wetter in, in its trial. <laughs> did, um, did you watch that trial closely? Not close enough maybe. Why is that? The horse that ran third in that trial. Mm-hmm was a stablemate of Baby Paris called Native Flower. Yeah. Listeners, if you get a chance, just watch it. That horse was missed the kick by 
six or seven lengths, I think, and it's flooded home and run third. I was, so I couldn't take my eyes off it when I was watching the Baby yeah, Paris right. run. Native Flower. Yeah. Okay. Keep an oh, eye. I reckon it might you've be. Given, you've given that one away now. Well, you've you got to give something to that. Yeah, you do, don't you? Some but bones. There's plenty of astute people that would have, that no doubt will be all over it or whatever, but I reckon it might be in Monday's trials. So yeah, if okay. it is, keep an eye on Native Flower. But keep can, going, Guru. Can you have something on in the trials? <laughs> um, yeah, no. I always love when people say, yeah, no. Yeah, no. Nah. What about, um, about, about now? Nah, yeah. Ah, dear. So, um, <laughs> very much looking forward to a return, but I don't know what they're going to do tactic tactically, tactically, because there is uh, every single horse in this race could lead effectively. Mm. Um, I think they'll want to sit Platinum Class. I think Zubolts will want to lead. I reckon it'll be the one that's ridden with a fair bit of gusto with the shades on. Yeah. The Great Hoyer, then probably Contempt Parking. Play that funky music. They'll ride for speed. Rev it up. I think Holly will... I'd be happy either way if it pings the lids, try and go forward. Um, it showed last time they could take a sit and win. That was a really nice win. And Baby Paris, like, does it try and circle and end up 3D? I, I don't know. If I was a – it's a really – it's hard race for it in that sense. I'd probably just drop to last, mm. to be honest with you. I'd take a hold. And um, just with the amount of speed in the race, the fact that I'm not sure how good Zubolts is and the horses that do go forward, I'm, I don't think Revit Up's going to find the rails. I don't think you're going to be giving Revit Up 10 lengths. Um, I'd take a hold and I'd ride it dead last. That'd be mm. that'd be my thought process with Baby Paris, but I don't know what it will be. So can't be a betting proposition, but I don't want to back against it because I reckon it's got a fair bit of ability and the yeah. trial suggests it's come back. Yeah, and there was always a big sort of big spruik on Baby Paris as well. Mm. One on debut over 1,100 Ascot sort of fought off, sweep the leg. It was a good win. And then, yeah, as Terry mentioned, its run in the Karakata was exceptional under the circumstance. That was a high-pressure Karakata as well. So she was on sort of – basically on top of the speed or just stalking the speed and never really got an opportunity to come up for air and they were going so quick and for her to, to to you know, I guess to perform as well as she did shows how much depth there is to and how much quality that this horse has. So um, a bit like Terry, it's really hard to chime in at the, what are we, got, what are we looking at here, 215, 210? Yeah, that was 260 and that was a rev it up at 420. Yeah. Um, I think they've got a real class edge on the field, so I think they – beat the rest of them, but they also could both get horrid runs and yep. it could just be a matter of, uh, um, uh, I don't know, a platinum class getting Trespass. a spot. I just think what there's lengths, you, lengths, lengths I just think there's lengths between them. Not bad. Mm. Uh, it wasn't – I. I Remember how Trevor had a couple of really good trialers? Yeah. The other one may not have debuted. Or did debut. No, it did debut. It went um, good. Yeah. Yeah, it went good. Yeah. So I got got him confused for a second there. I always did. Actually, uh, its debut run was in the Perth Stakes. It was a good run, but it was yeah. uh, it was a good form race. It was left the building. There was quite a quite a bit of um, – quality in that Karakata lead. It was only beaten two lengths with Sean O'Donnell on that day. Yep. Spell, Stave was going better at the moment, although it's sort of the winner of that trial, sort of course called leniency, did leave trespassing, gasping a little mm. late. Um, so that was interesting. But I thought that might be a little bit of a different, rather than these horses that have already been racing through winter, trespassing yep. first up might be the point of difference runner. Yep. No, very much so. Yeah, I, I – we don't know how Revit Up compares to it, but it's, it's going to come down to luck in running. Baby yeah. Paris is the one to beat, but I'm not taking two bucks. And if I see $3 and they back Rev it Up hard or something like that, then I'll, I'll probably have a bet and take it on. But this is not a setup I need to be diving into Yes, at the shorts. Shout out to my auntie Carmel, Carmel Ryan. She is, uh, she's got a uh, share in the great Hoya. Oh. Missed out on a, on a rather large oh, collect dear. last Saturday. Tell you what, it's uh, a couple for the Jordan Yard yesterday. I was on Union. Yeah, two two after back two in Mo- noses. after back in Mojo's luck at its last six hundred starts. So. so the great that was a eighty thousand dollar race last Saturday with uh, with West Speed as well. So that would have been a, 
a I big right on the line too. Yeah, Rajuba King just mm. got it right on the line. So, Arnie Carmel, best of luck. Yeah, good luck, Carm. Race three is the Amelia Park Handicap over 1,000 metres, 72 plus, only the eight, but it's a good little field. Yeah, it's a cracker. It's, mm. it's a race you can't really have too much confidence in because we don't really know how Gemma's son mm-hmm. uh, will return. We don't really know how Long Beach, the trial was okay with Long Beach. Comes a time, was obviously a cracking trial. You've drawn the outside or, sorry, one from the outside with the big weight. So um, that is a concern but deserves favouritism just on that trial and the progression. Uh, and then you've got timely outburst or 49 days with the pads on. on. So we've, you've got some query. Um, yeah, some real queries on this field, BJ. And for that reason, it, it's hard to dive in. Um, I marked Vain Tempest and Comes a Time equal favourite. So I, I think I probably should have had Comes a Time an outright favourite. Yeah. But I just, just, just with the 60 and a half from that gate, I can almost see it leading up a three wide line unless they snag it. Um, and Vane Tempest will be on its back with the added fitness, the pont going on. I think the pont will really suit a horse like Vane Tempest. Yep. Um, yeah, I think it could set it up for a horse like Vane Tempest. So current markets, I think it's about seven, eight bucks. That's that's the way I'll go at the moment. But yeah, I reckon if I, if I did the race in a different mindset, I easily could have got comes a time to sort of 320 Vane Tempest, five bucks, and I've got a back and save type setup. But it's, it's probably not a race you want to do a back and save because one of these other good ones I just mentioned well, could be could be up and about and ready to go. It's interesting because the best of Gemma's son probably wins. Mm-hmm. Long Beach can put in a ripper. Like he's got some outstanding peak results, Long Beach. Uh, stable in form, uh, all day session. The best of all day session. We, like his his form's just fallen off a cliff recently. Um, but it's hard to have on that, isn't it? It's hard to have, but mainly like he's, you know, he, like, why is the horse going around then if he's not? I've got a theory. About if he's that. not happy with him, I've got a theory. I reckon. I reckon. Actually, I think I don't, don't don't fuss his runs back from his uh, comeback have been too bad. Yeah. So you, as Terry said, you can make a case for a uh, spirited session has been winning well. Two from two this prep gets gets in bang on the seventy two minimum there with uh, Sean O'Donnell. So um, excellent little eight horse uh, sprint race uh, comes a time deserves favoritism for mine. Um, Last prep was in outstanding form, narrowly missed winning four straight, basically. So um, that trial was under a good hold. Match motors with a pretty good horse in uh, dig tape in that trial as well. Um, mm, used, used to be a good horse. <laughs> a, bit flat, a bit flat with dig tape. Uh, but Vane Tempest was <laughs> – its last two had just been unreal, really. Mm. Um, I think she's just the sort of mare that you just got to ride three wide cover and uh, – three wide – you know, doesn't need cover, can have cover, whatever. Yeah. Just, just put a, and that's might might be the setup that Paul Harvey's likely to. Yeah, to the, find well, it's a funny in. little map because mm-hmm. you go, well, who is going to lead it? Will Long Beach kick through and lead? Timely outburst, a lot of people have in front, but it's not always the best beginner. Timely outburst mm. over the thousand meters uh, can comes a time get to the breeze. Does Gemma's son? Fire does it yeah. does have some freshness in it legs and, yeah. and and find the top so yeah look I, I think the winner comes from comes a time and and vain tempest um, yeah even though I've marked on the same I, I get the feeling I probably should have been more passionate towards comes a time yeah yeah I comes a time clearly on top with mm-hmm. vain tempest the biggest danger mm-hmm. ran yeah that's Carried fifty. Uh, Vane Tempest carried fifty nine and a half wide throughout behind. Just got just got beat by Sneaky Chance. And then was massive behind. No white flag. Bit of an outlier performance on that in that race. The way that she got back, covered ground, and and hit the line as well as she did. And um, 
Yeah, I think. Um, Good luck to Takahide Kanushi as well. Yeah, yeah, Takahide, um, his partner Paige Kenny um, has handed the reins, the training reins, over to to Ike. Um, I'm sure you've had a few good collects on Ike over the journey. Talk to Terry. the wall. Got me into racing, I reckon. Yeah, talk to the wall. Talk to the wall. My yeah. favourite horse. Uh, our old fella? No, just talk to the wall. Yeah. <laughs> now, what, what was one of my favourites? Uh, Lomonside Lass. I think he rode Lomonside Lass for Graham Ballantyne. Yeah. Uh, blue Colours, West River, West River, Mekong Delta. Mekong Delta, yeah. Mekong Delta. Yeah. And there was a West River as well. Yeah. Not obviously, Not West River Miracle. West River Cabidon. I'll be Mekong Delta, I'm thinking mm. of. Yeah. No, plenty of good clicks on Ike over the journey. Yeah, so, so. good luck to Ike on his uh, – he's taking out his trainer's licence and he's uh, running the show there and uh, had his first runner with Vane Tempest on yep. July 30. So this will be his second runner um, with uh, with that same mare on Saturday. Comes a time on top for me. Uh, he actually he actually flies over the thousand, loves Belmont. Handles three nine hand, might be okay, mightn't it? Mm, handles wet. Handles wet. CJP, pretty good mix. Um, Michael Grantham, of course, he's uh, one of our brightest young uh, training forces at the moment. So comes a time on top. I Does the money bit, just come hard? For I, think, it? I think so. I think it will. Yeah, because it's it's all it's probably a little bit thinnish now. Three thirty, three forty, isn't it? Mm. Um, I think yeah, the other. I think the money for all those questionable horses I just mentioned. I don't think money will come for any of them. Yeah, you know, while there are those question marks around, potentially timely outbursts. But we yeah. can see the pads going on off fifty days. Sort of willing to risk it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Vane Tempest, uh, like you, is the biggest danger in my humble opinion. Race four is the Crown Perth handicap, twenty one hundred meters. Um, this is a graduation. Uh, they couldn't quite get the uh, the top way here, so they had to scale this up. So it's a 57 plus um, from a ratings point of view, minimum of 55 kgs. How do you want to play this one? Uh, I probably won't. Mm. Uh, as you know, I always like taking on a horse first go at the journey, um, but positive impact. Uh, well, the sire is deep impact who won a Melbourne Cup. Is that right? Uh, no. That's well, who correct. won the Melbourne Cup? The Japanese horse. Um, was it not Pop Rock? What was it called? Delta Blues? Not Deep Impact? No. Oh, I've cooked that, haven't I? That's right. Deep Impact's is the champ- movie. champion. Yeah, it is a movie. Have you seen actually. that one? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a- Is that where they draw straws? No, that's Armageddon. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a- I uh, would stay away. Natural disaster movie, isn't it? Just to hear <laughs> um, Champion uh, Japanese stallion deep impact. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll tell you what, they backed positive impact last night. I would love to know if, if the punt had a choice and, and opted to ride Romancing the Rock over positive impact because punters didn't care less. They absolutely backed it as if it was unbeatable. Um, and while it looks like it got the run, um, the best part of the track was probably 10 off the fence, eight off the fence. So to come through the gap and win was very impressive. Zero consequence went huge last week against Patton. Massive. Um, so I think if it stays, it wins, but I'm, it's not my go taking 280 about one of the staying trip for the first time. Flower in the wind pushed Black Fantasy two starts ago. Black Fantasy made a 78 plus field uh, of pretty good stayers, looked very, very ordinary. So if it was the conditions that brought her undone, um, on that heavy nine and she gets a soft six here, watch out because just on its own, that particular run means she has to go very, very close. So they're the two class runners for me. I'm, I reckon they're both about at their right prices and I, I can't see myself having a bet unless something is – unless a positive impact is backed into $1.90 and Flower of the Wind starts 7 bucks or something like that. I, I can't see myself having a bet. Mm. Um, you got Elementario out in front, Rolling. 
Um, yeah, I think so. They, I think they want – they got cover two starts ago when it won by five. Yep. So I think they'll want cover, mm-hmm. um, but it's sort of hard to get another horse out in front, isn't it? Whether they're a bit more aggressive with overthought, which I don't think is a good move. Um, whether – yeah, I don't know, positive impact. They could even try and ride a little bit closer. I don't think they will. Again, I don't think it makes much sense. So, yeah, it should be elementary out front. It should be a pretty slowly run. Um, 2100 really. I might back Brad Parnham in to control this. Yeah. Yep. Just give a bit of a kick. Oh, control, I don't, I don't control, mind that mindset kick. because you're taking on, again, the two I've mentioned, they've both got big knocks and one of them's coming off a horrible run, mm. beaten panels, and the other one's first time past a mile as a young horse. So, um, yeah, getting trying to get them beaten. I don't don't mind that at all. Just makes, makes a bit of sense to me. Out in front, Brad, I reckon Brad's riding really well, actually. Mm-hmm. So, um, controlling things here on Elementaria. I, I just didn't like the way that – she seems like she's got a few quirks, flower on the wind. Chris Pandas couldn't get her travelling the other day. And if it was condition, track condition, that's one thing. But it just it was just very deflating. <laughs> it was very deflating for her supporters. But over 11 lengths in that race. I know Chris sort of down tools there late, but – and um, was, positive impact. Look, yeah, obviously he's uh, he hasn't done a lot wrong. He's gone um, in his short career thus far, and yeah, has, they, they haven't missed him either. Have they? the Lindsay Smith polish. But I just thought if if this could be one of those setups where race fit, tough, tough old mare rolling along in front with a good hoop on, strong good hoop on board. Elementary could give a kick and make mm-hmm. might make positive impact sweat a little bit. Yeah, I don't mind that. Always happy to. Well, we saw that last week with our Norman and the Velvet Queen. Yeah. Say the, and uh, the Velvet Queen's probably going to be a better racehorse long term. But um, it's just to, yeah, run them along and make a horse that's never been that far have to sprint past you. It can be a yeah, difficult job. So I don't mind that. Might have a better look at the race, BJ. You've opened my eyes to that possibility. Just I think the reason I haven't got excited is the fact it's um it's four dollars twenty. Yeah, you don't miss it much. Yeah. Now, so if you're gonna have a bet as well, just the way they've backed positive impact, I'd be uh I'd be waiting for the fairest of best. So Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping six dollars. Plus yeah. elementaria for sure. Nice. Yeah. Could he get could get more if they if positive impact, if they back it again like they have been, um then you can tell I'm trying to get a bet on Northern at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, we'll take a break. because uh, we're about to bounce race two at Northern and we'll be back with James Stewart, the Iceman, Jimmy Stewart versus the birthday boy Jay Rooney on this week's edition of the Monday Hotel W Racing Mastermind. All right, BJ, it is now time for the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind competition. Middled it. Outstanding. Never in doubt, was it? The Mundaring. Plenty of doubt. <laughs> the Mundaring has been the heart of the hills, <clears throat> pardon me, since 1899, located in Jacoby Street. Mundaring, if you get a chance, drop in, see, see the publican Ian Butchie O'Connor, feed, flutter, frothies, big deck, uh, family atmosphere up there at the Mundaring. Say good day to Butchie. Uh, strike up a conversation, racing, breeding, you name it. He'll love that. Uh, let him know that you listen to the 1-1 one, one and you'll get the red carpet treatment, 100%. So uh, we better welcome in our mastermind, three-time mastermind, shooting for four, none other than the Iceman himself, Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy. Hey, guys. How you going? Thanks for having me back again. It's Jay. Oh, I just had that <laughs> song. It's Jimmy. I just had Jimmy Ricard stuck in my head since uh, – uh, since we <laughs> said your name before, so how's how's the week been? Three in a row. I don't I don't have the stats on how many people have done three in a row. I reckon it would be under. I reckon it'd be five or six. Mm. I reckon there'd be an illustrious number. But I will tell you what, not many 
have got to four. How uh, how are the confidence levels today, Jim? Uh, going for four in a row. Bit like Shan Talk failed on the fourth, fourth <laughs> one. So we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. Now we couldn't get hold of you before, Jimmy. So we we thought you might have been. Nailing that last bit of that red uh, <laughs> that Red Bull can, you <laughs> But uh, you're ready to go, man. You've done a. You've, it's been a big effort to get to three, but it's going to have to take a mighty effort because we've got returning is one of our mastermind members on Mount Rushmore. There's only two, and one of them is Jay Rooney. Jay Rooney, welcome back. Hey guys, how are we going? Very well, mate. Very well. Always great to have you on the show. And uh, dearie me, have you, have you caught Jimmy's last three wins? Because I reckon he's only conceded two goals, and yeah. I think it's something like nine two. Nine two overall. It's been a uh, it's been a demolition. So, uh, geez, you got your work cut out for you here as one of our gladiators. Yeah, yeah. I listen in every week. He's uh, he's doing a bloody good job, Jimmy. So. Um I'll have to be on my A game, I reckon. Mm. I reckon you might too, Jay. Hey, first of all, happy birthday for yesterday. And uh, and I've noticed a few of your uh, tweets. How's your dream team, your fantasy team going? Are you uh, in contention? Uh, I think I'm just outside 200 overall at the moment. So, um, yeah, only two more weeks to go. Got to throw mm. something uh, throw something to try and get in that top 100, get one of those hats. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just just sort of holding ground at the moment without losing ground or making any. So Top 200. We'll see how we go. Fair you effort. need the uh, the hero move now. Yeah. yeah. I remember telling you a while ago, yeah. Jay, when I was in a similar boat halfway through the year and I threw in Graham Johncock. <laughs> and I think I went from about 60th to about 66,000 from two weeks. So uh, just, just, just don't do a Graham Johncock. That's all I'll say. Uh, very yeah. good. So, uh, of course, we have two previous masterminds. Toby Dunn, Jay Rooney, they sit atop our uh, mastermind Mount Rushmore because they are the only two to have won five straight. So, uh, yeah, Jimmy's heading towards illustrious, illustrious company if he can get past one of our gatekeepers. Well, he knocked Jay off a four-timer last week. He did. He did. H-Train, Fraser Hay. So, yeah, there's a bit to play for here. So, we've got James, our mastermind, Jay, our gatekeeper. Fellas, you know how to play. Your names are your buzzers. And to be crowned this week's mastermind, you need to be the first to answer three questions correctly. It's me, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> dearie me. Gatekeeper, are you ready? Sure am. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I had to clarify who that was. <laughs> Mastermind, are you ready? Yep. Three, two, one. <clears throat> now, an eight-year-old gelding, I was a very talented but frustrating horse in my early career. It took me eight runs to break my maiden and then another 13 to win my second outing, which was remarkably a Geraldton Cup. During that period, I ran places in the Mel Vista, the JC Roberts and the WATC Derby. I broke my nonny tag in early 2020, winning five times in a row, uh, winning five times, sorry, with a narrow and very unlucky Esperance Cup second, costing me six on the bounce. I've won two old comrade stakes, and this week will carry- Jay. 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 
Media Baron. Ah, too good. It is Media Baron. This week we'll carry top weight in the Broom Cup. My first name is the award that Justin Friss won at last year's Racing Awards Night, and my last name has an association with Borat. Who am I? I am Media Baron. (laughs) Media Baron. Jay Rooney is off the mark. Very good. I'm disappointed I didn't get to that. I really wanted that to be part of it. I should have thrown that in early. Very good. So Jay is uh, off the mark early. It's 1-0. Okay. Name the jockey who won both the Port Hedland Cup and Broom Cup aboard Starden last year. Jay. Name. Jay. Jay. Sean McGrady. Sean McGrady. Shooter. He is two to Jay. James is yet to score. Did he have other rides those days or did he go up just for that one? Uh, I think, yeah, he had a few other rides. Yeah, yeah I was up at Port Hedland Cup day last year. Yeah, you was, were. That was very... Very fun day. All right. Come on, Jimmy. Name the Kalgoorlie trainer who is both breeder and owner of exciting three-year-old baby Paris. Jane. Jay. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy. Gary Bowen. It, it is. is. Correct. The old bow and arrow. <laughs> baby Paris is uh, engaged first up this Saturday. Baby Paris versus Rev It Up. Can't wait. All right. 2-1 to Jay. Regal Power will be racing first up for Danny O'Brien in the PB Lawrence Stakes at Caulfield this Saturday. Name the WA horse that finished third behind Sierra Sue in last year's Lawrence Stakes. James. James. Was it uh, Superstorm? Oh, very close. Incorrect. Jay for the steal and the win. Mm. It's a toughie, isn't it? I was nowhere near it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give you the countdown, Jay. Four. Three, two, one. Have a stab. Yeah. Got nothing. And no, I got nothing. Red Can Man ran third in the Lawrence last year. Superstorm, yeah. Superstorm ran fourth. So Jimmy, oh, Jimmy was- That's stiff. Yeah, very <laughs> stiff. So yeah, stiff Red Can Man, of course, in the news this week, he is uh, heading across to Victoria next Wednesday on a flight confirmed by SJ Wolf Racing. Okay, two, one. Jay is still in the lead. Okay, name the jockey and trainer that combined to win the 2020 Belmont Newmarket with great again. James. Jay. James. Uh, it was Paul, uh, Peter Hall and Lindsay Smith. Oh, incorrect. Jay for the steal. Willie Pike, Lindsay Smith. Oh. Oh. He's done it. He's done it. Very stiff, Jimmy, because I reckon Peter Hall and Lindsay Smith teamed up a few times. We're great again. They did. That famous picture of Peter Hall wet. coming back to scale with his arms in the air. Oh, James, it was there. Fuck, I reckon. He was, he was gallant. He was, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's gallancy with some, because I tell you what, very stiff superstorm. Yeah. Very close, Peter Hall. Oh, that was uh, that was that was a slight trick question because everyone knows the, yeah. the Peter Hall photo returning to, to scale, but that is uh, that is why Jay Rooney is the gatekeeper or one of our two gatekeepers, and uh, to get back to get onto that Mount Rushmore, you need to get past Jay and of course Toby Dunn, James Stewart. You've been a worthy mastermind, outstanding job. You should be really proud of your efforts. You've got three hundred dollar gift vouchers to the Mundaring now, um, mate. Have you enjoyed your time here at the One One? Yeah, I'd like to thank you all for having me on. Um, yeah, wouldn't mind coming back on in the future. 
Absolutely, mate. Well, you've earned you've earned your, you've earned your spot on the uh, on the uh, oh, mastermind roster. Absolutely, very much so. Very yeah. much so. Definitely in our uh, top five. I yeah, reckon. very yeah. much in our top five contestants yeah. of all time. It was a uh, bounce of the ball, and uh, you never know. You it was a through. bounce of the ball. It was a little bit uh, Stephen Miller, was wasn't it? Very Stephen Miller. Yeah, yes. just just didn't pop up into his arms, and um, yeah, just Jay just. Geez, you can't get it much. You know, you need to. You need those bounces to yeah. go your way to knock off the uh, <laughs> the Geelong Roonies or the uh, the Melbourne Jays. Hey Jay, you haven't been up the Mundaring for a while. I think it's time to take the uh, take your wife and the uh, and the children up for uh, to go visit Butchie again. Hundred dollar gift voucher is coming your way. Thanks again for uh, for for jumping back on and uh, and uh, having a bit of fun with us here at the one one. No worries, guys. Thanks for having me back on. Thanks, lads. Yeah. Jay Rooney, mate. It's if you wanna if you wanna be up there, you gotta you gotta you gotta earn it, don't you? And, yeah. Uh, Jimmy was oh so close. Yeah. Tell you what, Jimmy. Yeah, really good effort. Like yeah. huge effort. The um, only reason I got the because you asked me all the questions before we start, and I had no idea Red Cam man. The only reason I got the Lindsay Smith Pikey ones because I did the replays. I was doing the replays <laughs> last night. Yeah, so of course, because that's great, great again, sir. In the new market this Saturday, of yes, course. So exactly right. They'll be wanting the heavens to open up. I they suggest. sure will. So yes. So what, what's? I, I know the guru has got a, always got a few ideas mm. floating around um, inside that melon of yours. What are you? What are you thinking for well, uh, for the next uh, next month or so for the mastermind? What's your? What's on the? Uh, What's on the board? What are your What are your thoughts? Well, we did a jockeys versus trainers, which was brilliant. Thoroughly enjoyed. Jordan Turner was. Uh, the champion? Yeah, he was. Yeah, I was the champion. Uh, I was waiting for Jimmy to finish his run, but uh, I don't know if next week soon enough. Maybe we'll be have it ready, but I'm thinking a little media one. Mm. Wouldn't mind getting um, sort of Michael Eaton, Scotty Embry, get Jay Rooney as part of the crew. Um, Brad and Riley do the uh, the unhinged. Um, unhinged uh, obviously, Locke, Britt, um, and do a bit of a media tipster. Mm. So I'd say the best media mastermind is. Yeah. So a media mastermind. Is That's Pete, what's in is Pete, yeah, hum, yep. yeah, Pete's back soon. We're going to Kalgoorlie together, so he's definitely back for Cal. But as soon as Pete's back in Perth, he'll be on the he'll be on the the pod. So it's a WA Racing Media. Yes. Mastermind tournament. Yes. Oh. Can you think of any other names that should go in that? I think. Yeah, I think we, Julio. Julio. Yes, yeah. I have him on my list. Yes. Yeah. Yep. What about Darren McCauley? We haven't had him on the show. I've been saying for a while, we do a good one-on-one interview, mm-hmm. um, and we have got something lined up in coming weeks, mm-hmm. but he's the one I, I most want to um, interview. I, well, I teed up. We could have – you know, we could have had Bob very easily. I teed up Bob to go on Miles' show during the week. Yeah. Uh, on SEN, on um, whatever he calls his boom bang show. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so – yeah, there's yeah, there's some there's some scope there. I think just during winter we we, we do become a little bit lazy at times, <laughs> don't we? And we just come in here and we get it done and off we go. But yeah, I just think it's um, yeah, there's plenty of scope for the the characters we can have a chat to. But uh, yeah, a media mastermind in coming weeks. All right, all right. Well, if we I'll, don't, I'll if, send the message out. If we don't get it, uh, if we don't get it off the ground next week, maybe we can have a, a grudge match or two while we get ourselves yeah. organised. Yeah. But um, but yes. So big thanks again to to James Stewart. Outstanding work. Jay Rooney got the chocolates today and that $100 gift voucher to the Mundaring is in the mail. So that's episode 136 of the Mastermind Run, Done and One. All right, we're back, guys. It's the Devil's Lair Handicap. Race five over 1,600 metres, a ratings 66 plus 
one of Terry's all-time favourite horses engaged in this race, by the way, punters. Vital Flirt. Mm. Um, uh, this the scene of one of the um, one of the great Twitter memes going around at the moment. Vital Hashtag. Flirt. <laughs> so sad, Terry. <laughs> but uh, but no, tell you what, <laughs> could be a could be a repeat here because I reckon. Yeah, we'll be going back to the well here, I'd suggest, BJ. So let's talk about the speed map first. This is sure this do. is probably the most important aspect of a very, very, very thin race. Yeah. Um, so you got, uh, that's funny, as two, inflation five, big screen six. How have you got those three sorting themselves out? I thought they I thought Taj will be pretty keen to lead. That's funny, as. Back to Dion. Big screen outside leader. And inflation sits. Inflation sits, yeah. Yeah, that's how I've got it too. I think that's how it will pan out with um, the only potential change to that. That's funny as it can on occasion just not be that great away and yeah. it's got a big weight. And if that does occur um, and Taj has to go and then pop to the outside of big screen, big screen probably might not be caught. I yep. think from a rail um, for a for a, a big sessions gelding. Massive. It's, the, it's massive, isn't it, whether big screen breezes or leads. It's everything yeah. to this race. Yeah, so... Yeah, intent from that's funny as even intent from inflation. We've all got inflation sitting, but inflation's jumping pretty well at the moment. They, yep. But I think they'll look to sit with Holly's, inflation. Holly's riding very confidently at yep. the moment. Yeah, exactly right. So, um, but look, give me something of a fair deck and the fact that we haven't got big screen on the rail um, and – like you, it, it has to be vital flirt, really. Like it just everything points to vital flirt. I like the pont riding at fifty five and a half, going back on. Um, obviously, forget its last run when the uh, what happened? The stirrups broke or stirrup iron came undone. Yes. Uh, so forget it went around yes, there. It was well supported on the heavy nine as it should be. And the prior run to no apology. You look at that run against um, no apologies. Next run against. Um, Savage One, who came out and um, was yeah. huge in the breeze last week. So. And even, uh, no apology, ran second last Saturday, beaten by West River Miracle. Exactly right. So that's that's the uh, yeah that's the way it should go. You'd think that they're going to chop each other out in front. I just don't see the class in a speedy miss or classic road. That's West Speed Platinum form isn't for me whatsoever. I don't think any of those Platinum horses have really gone on to win outside of the Platinum races um, in that sense. They did clear out, but I was actually talking to Pete Anthony about this last night. I reckon they just found a real good lane, sort of 10 off. They both came in like a part of the track that was the spot to be. So um, I just think Vital Flirt class-wise, form-wise, has got something on these. And as long as big screen doesn't control it, mm -hmm. um, I think Vital Flirt, and ideally the more rain the morning of the race, the better. Soft six or worse, soft seven would be nice. Um, but I think Vital Flirt will run them down. Just I am just wary about big screen. This big is, screen. Yeah, I am just wary about big screen finding the Big top. screen was my lean. Mm -hmm. um, I, th I thought you might go to the, go the well again with Vital Flirt. So mm -hmm. big screen was definitely my lean. Interesting, that's funny as the – the chopping and changing of trainers here. Dion to Grant Williams or Team Williams, then back to Dion again. It's two runs for for Grant weren't great. Not good. Um, however, they were both 70 plus company. And um, so. Never looked happy. In no, run. no. But it always has for Dion and it's can carry weight. And it's not, I mean, it's not a complete impossibility if. If you hear there was a reason it didn't go well for Grant and, and Dion's got it back to its best, it's it's definitely not an impossibility holding a fence. Yeah, yeah, that's right. A big big screen mine lane. I think he's um the Justin Erklund's camp's been all, all her horses have been performing really well lately. So this horse is 
fourth up into his prep. Savage one form, Savage one form, Ginger Fly horse, uh, Ginger Fly form. So it's it's all there. Uh, crosses to the rail. I think it's good night, Irene. He, I think he can still win even if um, and and sometimes that's funny as when it does begin well, it does like to roll. So mm-hmm. there might be an opportunity for big screen to even get half cover or just tuck in behind it too if it if it clears out of it. That's funny as so. Um, I feel as though less big, inflation also gets that spot though. That's yeah, the thing. So that's, that's a point. Yeah. So yeah, big. I think big screen can take luck out of the equation. Um, up on top of the speed, a bottle flirt with flashing late, no doubt. Just depends whether big screen's going to have enough uh, have enough of a field position advantage to uh, to hold on. But they're the they're the two big screen just being up on top of the speed for me. Yeah, I think I've just been finding too many horses that are getting back and needing. I, I'm just re- listening to you. I'm actually reevaluating everything in that sense. I've marked them 320 vital flirt, 350 big screen. I'm I'm really gaps the rest. So um, just looking, I'm a little bit surprised. I thought we'd see a bigger price vital flirt than the sort of four dollars twenty around at the moment. Like I think it probably. I think the money right. probably comes big screen. So um, was that was that eight dollars Brad bet? Yeah. Uh, was that- Prior to and it was the scratching, but Gunner Girl was already out, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. No, no, Brad. Okay. Brad wasn't keen on Vital Flirt here. Clearly, yeah, taking it on. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's a bit boring, but I have got them cleared out market wise. What price you got? Classic Road. Um, not as close. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just let me just whip it up. Uh, Ten bucks. Okay. Twelve bucks. That's funny. As fifteen speedy miss. Scorpion. Yeah. Uh, 31. Okay. Even that, I, f- I just don't think it can win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I've got it $31, which is for me, because if I don't think they can win, I usually have them 80s. I'm pretty aggressive with my marking. So, yeah, I think the money will come big screen though. So, may 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 consider a save. I agree with you. And the way the track's been playing, mm. fresh three-meter pad, I just don't think it's maybe hugely smart to be um, flying into one that's going to be out the back door. Yeah. Yeah, a bit boring. It's not the way I really want to pump these tracks. Is about I'm just I'm having a, you can tell I'm having a bit of a wrestle with myself here, but yeah, that's that's probably the guy. I think a back and save as boring as it is. I've I've just got them panels in front. Either one of them wins from the front or wins from the back. All right, race six is the Glenroy Daff Jaff handicap uh, graduation sixty plus minimum fifty four kgs. Another one thousand meter dash. Our our third for the day. Um, lots of sprints, isn't there? Yeah, lots of sprints. Our third 1,000 metre event thus far. Sokoff, very impressive last Saturday, but it was on the Travelator there at, uh, mm. at uh, Rail True Belmont last Saturday. Cash away, coming uh, Misty Baisley, doing a good job with this horse. First up down the Pinjarra Straight 1,000, got the Chockeys the other day. Um, Go forward, has a bit of class about him. Might appreciate a, a slightly drier track if possible. Uh, stable mate Mantelli, Ghost of Walks is in career best form and a state of power. Uh, the three-year-old, now four, has been racing well, but just hasn't quite been able to nail that victory. Been beaten less than a length last uh, for last four starts has state of power. So interesting little 1,000-minute graduation. Um Get anything outside the obvious, Terry, or we, is it this? Is uh, we probably should work out. Last Saturday, the the interesting part of the race at Sokov One was how aggressive they were going to be on Bondurul. Yeah, uh, they opted not to engage in a speed battle with Sokov and ended up being a one-act affair. She was able to have enough gate speed to cross to find the rail, um, conserve and kick. So, will Sokov have any trouble finding the front? On Saturday, can you can you imagine her being quicker than Olga Louisa? Because I can't. Mm, see no it. one's quicker than Olga Louisa, no. really. Um, and they 
they know Olga Louisa. She's racing in fine Fettel. So I think we got our money with Sokov last week and mm-hmm. I think we know what we need to look for with Sokov going forward and that's a, a wet track where she's going to find the rail yeah. and she'll, um, she'll win a heat more. Yeah. But I'm not going to back her when I think she's going to breeze ever. I just don't think she's got that maturity still, potentially, yeah. you know. Um, this is harder than last week. She won't be on the travel later. She's actually got more weight in a harder race. So, uh, look, she can win. She can she can, she can, can definitely win on, on, on what she's done. And the seven-day backup's a sign of intent that she probably uh, did it last week in second gear. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I'm not going to back her from the breeze at this point in her career. Yeah. So we'll look to take her on. So she's just fast. I'll agree with you. Yeah, she's super fast, super fast at the fast, moment. Yeah, yeah, super fast at the moment. So go forward, obviously, um, can win, but you, you do want to see what type of track you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Cashaway is $5.50. It shows you something about the field. Cashaway is a nice little horse, mm-hmm. but that to me looks bare bones. Ghost Two Walks is your next favourite. It's going to be dead last. Then go forward. Uh, my understanding from the camp is it can't handle any sort of rain affected. So if, yeah. if there's a big deluge and it starts a soft seven or worse, it go could, forward, could might even come go out. Backwards. Yeah, it might go um, different race. <laughs> uh, and then the bottom four are all struggling. Man, yeah. Telly's out of chances with everyone, I'd suggest. So um, leave st- I'm, I'm $3.20 state of power. Sean McGrady, it's a horse that goes really nice for. I, I don't have the trust to back it at $3.50. I'm not too perturbed. I think they'll try and find a spot. If they get one, probably wins, probably finishes over them. If they don't, um, it's going to be very difficult. In saying that, it was three deep. No cover last week and it was um huge yeah went super so um but the one i don't know the one that's coming over my price i don't feel like it's a winning bet but it's olga louisa yeah it has to be olga doesn't it um yeah olga louisa i'm closer to six dollars for her she lands in front the thing is if you do have a sock off and, and sock off when sock off throws in the towel it throws it in properly and it goes back through them so next thing you know and you've and got wobbles a lot all over the place yeah and, and you got olga louisa you got um, Sokov going back through the field and, and you've potentially, um, only potentially got a horse like Double Rush who's quite quick on the back of Olga Louisa, even Mantelli, neither of them are going that great, especially Double Rush. If it's Double Rush on the back and Sokov in the breeze and Sokov's gone and Double Rush goes back through him, then Olga's going to have a bit of separation. Gut tells me Olga gets grabbed by something, mm-hmm. um, but each way double. Probably state of power, but yeah. Yeah, probably, exactly yeah. right. But each way double figures, it's the one – According to my market, that's that's the bet. So I like gun to your head. It has to who would who to gun to your head and you get the same price for both, would you be on Ghost Two Walks or Olga Louisa for your life? On this Saturday? This in this race, yes. Yeah, Olga Louisa. Yeah, so yeah. one six fifty, one's twelve. So that, that's probably an easy way to ask yourself. You'd definitely prefer a, pro, a horse that's half the price. So Yeah, like, I mean um, just go back through her recent run. She's run fourth, beaten one point eight EO ways, lead, mm-hmm. thousand, Belmont. Led thousand Belmont ran third to Thomas Magnum, beat one point seven. Led thousand Belmont ran uh, fourth, beat one point nine Spirited Session. Mm-hmm. So the form is pretty good. So she's going to find the front again. A couple of roadblocks might get in the way of a couple of the fancies that are going to be running on. So out in front, making her own luck. Olga Louise, especially at that price. So she'll give you a sight. We'll give you a sight. She's one of those ones you could do the. Um the thing Pete taught us, so yeah, if you know they're going to lead, you mm-hmm. back them on Betfair and put a lay in pre-thing, the old yeah. Mervin bet. Two. No white flag bet. And the wetter the better too as well for Olga. Yep. So uh, that might put a dent in a few of the other horses' hopes, but it won't hurt her. She had a different – she's just not a very fashionable horse. Yep. I think that's that's the thing. But, I mean, yeah, she, she'll run you an even race. Reckon she'll get beaten. Reckon she'll get grabbed at the 60, 50. But, um, yeah, she's the she's the one. Small each way. We're lined, sort of. Olga. Olga. Um, yeah, I'm just wondering who that horse is going to be. 
that uh, the one that's going to be flashing. Well, there aren't many options. Mm. It's state of power, cash away, or go forward. I think Ghost Who Walks was out sprinted last week. It, it, Ghost Who Walks thing that could be in its favour is if state of power gets caught deep and it stalks it and follows it into it. Um, but yeah, cash away. I need to see it on a Saturday. Go forward is obviously the one if it either goes better or just handles a dry track mm. um, and state of power. So that's what I'm saying. There isn't all that many no. crackers. Athlone Castle is one that people are going to probably forget about. about. Ask you about the Albany Comet, uh, it's, Athlone Castle. It's uh, the reason I'm not – it's <laughs> 17, 18 bucks. I mean, Betfair, it probably gets out to something a bit crazier though. So, um, yeah. I think I'm going to keep it simple. I'll go out in front. Give us a kick up and uh, let's do it. Race seven is the happy 50th birthday Danny Kane uh, handicap over the 1,400 metres. DK. <laughs> 72 plus not Michael Kane, Danny Kane. No, um, <laughs> Danny Kane from Hellfire and Brimstone. Uh, brother four, brother of Undertaker. <laughs> four, no. 1,400 metres. You always get me the wrestling references. Yeah. I need to brush up on that. Uh, ratings. 72 plus 1400 meters multinational on the quick backup probity two from two this prep for the inform pierce brothers there the boys are flying uh Karagini aurora returns so well returns buster bash second up brooklyn pier returns as well not a bad little race this yeah it's not i i really think the market's got this pretty right though um a, a strong focus for me is on the the best two horses here one will be in the breeze Presume Harvey will be really intent to lead on Buster Bash. They might even get some market support with Harvey going on. Yep. Um, I presume he'll be pretty keen to lead, but it'll have multinational, a fit multinational who had the wrong lane against Fanta last time. Yeah, it was only, big. was only beaten a half length. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I don't know if Buster Bash can beat multinational if they lead and breeze, to be honest with you. I think multinational still might be a, a better horse this stage of proceedings. The more rain, the better, though, probably for Buster Bash. In saying that, multinational. Loves the, the weather too, but um, look, I think if they can make ground, which might be a, a big if, I'm, we're not too sure. Um, just what Pro did last start, they just they just keep winning if they keep doing that type of stuff. Like the barrier doesn't matter. It looks like it's going to be out the back regardless. So drawing wide's fine, but tailed. It wasn't the strongest three-year-old race of all time. I'll, I'll definitely say that. But tailed off, then held up, and then wins under a hold. Like Probity's come back a horse. Mm. And so I looked back and I thought, why? What's going on here? And Probity's a swimmer. Probity's an out and out swimmer. So beat Bazoom on a wet track. Yep. It's seven goes on good, good, good tracks have all just been battling type efforts. Um, uh, ran second to eight, no other man. I think third was 9.8 lengths away um, in its debut campaign on a wet track. So plain and simply, Probity just swims. Um, and if they can make ground, I think it'll go the way it won. They just they just keep winning those mm. type of horses, you know. So Benji's chased down multinational really well the other day. I think Probity's better than Benji's. Yep. So, but again, this has got a bit of this is a great vital flirt versus big screen all over again, isn't it? Yeah. Do you want to back the horse that's sitting outside and that's going to have field position, which I mean, half the time, more than half the time, is where you need to be to win? Or do you want to back the horse that's going maybe going better? But it's going to give away the tactical advantage. Mm. So I'm 255 versus 385, and we're talking 260 versus 350. So yeah, wait for the day. That win was quite extraordinary the other day. Uh, it was a tear up your ticket job mm. mid race, wasn't it? it certainly was. Sort of couldn't money came too. Couldn't keep up, but that was a bizarrely fast race on a heavy track. The um, 
it was a heavy track, wasn't it? Heavy nine. And Heavenly Waters has gone four lengths faster than average to the 800. Mm. <laughs> heavy. It's wild. Uh, and um, Probity was four lengths further back. So it was eight lengths away from the from the leader at the 800 meter mark and getting scrubbed along. But I think that the, I think combined with Probity's ability to get through the going and, and strength, but also the fact that every all the other runners basically chased that sort of wildly fast speed on a um, heavy track meant that they were all, their old lactic acid kicked in big time late and probably was just sort of running on fresh legs, but still the win was excellent under the circumstances coming off a really strong performance to win first up with Taj Dyson on board. Yeah, and we spoke about the Pierce brothers on the show last week about how how well their horses are going and winning yesterday. One, another one today. Another one today. And yeah, you can imagine that probity is going to, be very well found on Saturday. Has to be either Probity or Multinational. Multinational was my lay last Saturday, and he went enormous in the breeze. Oh, um, you were spot on though. Yeah, he got beat, but geez, he gave Fanta uh, a bit of a, a bit of a scare late, and had to sit outside there where that mm-hmm. wasn't necessarily the place to be. So, yeah, I think the if the if the prices were a little bit further apart, I'd be leaning towards Multinational, but the. The price I'm seeing at the moment, 270, say for argument's sake, 270, probity, 340, multinational, not a big enough gap to to make me play multinational just yet. Yeah. But if the money comes hard for probity and maybe a bit of $4, maybe, uh, multinational, that'll be me. Yeah, I'm very, very much open to seeing what happens on the day, but I love probity. I'm hoping mm. if it's, I'm hoping they're making ground because I'd love to be on probity at something near $3. But yep. yeah, two, only two of my courting. Okay. Uh, race eight, the big one of the day. It's the Furphy Belmont Newmarket, a listed race, hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars, twelve hundred meters, and it's almost a rinse and repeat of the HD Bolton. It um, is it's just a ninety-plus sprint over twelve hundred. Is same, this how it always is? It's sa- yeah, it's the same race. Really. It's the exact same race. Yeah, so yeah. a few of these are bare bit too. Go- Western Temple. You did love this to be over 1,400. Well, next, uh, in two weeks' time, it'll be the Idyllic Prince, mm. which is a different setup because it's weight for age 1,300. And then they go 1,400 finally, and then most of them will head towards the Hannah Sandicap after that. Okay. But, yeah, it does go the Bofine, then the Bolton, and the New Market are basically the same races. Usually they're three weeks apart, but th- this uh, on this occasion they're 17 days because the Bolton was part of that abandoned meeting uh, a few weeks back. So, But, yeah, it's um, we've got Resort Man. And Hot Zed, who Cornellid the Bolton last start, there the uh, and Nero Dio, of course, who ran third in that race. So the trifecta of the Bolton are all going around again. Great again has won this race in the past, which we spoke about mm. in the uh, in the Mastermind. That was when Great again was with uh, Lindsay Smith. Now is with Jaden Lyle and Joey as a party will take the ride. Not a not too bad a run. First up for the new camp, and um, yeah, there's a, there's. Um, I guess the horses, the, the newer horses on the scene, Star Line first up, Jericho Missiles coming out of a, a Nawini thousand. Floyd is uh, is first up as well, and he always is coming out of the Nawini as well. But mm. um, the big change here for the fave resort man is uh, Chris Parnham is off, Sean McGrady is on. Yeah, well, to me, it's another race. It's there's so many races throughout the program. You got Baby Paris revved up two horse race. Mm-hmm. You got uh, Volta Flirt, Big Screen, all things that I've narrowed down. 
uh, Probity Multinational. And this is another one where I'm sort of the top two and then $9.50 star align. Yeah. Um, big data horse star align. So yeah. expect that to be supported. Star align might be the horse which allows us to have a bet. I mean, um, I thought star align might have been a bit longer than it is. It's six six fifty at the moment. I think that might even – Be about know. right. Looking, looking at the figures, it, well, looking at the figures, it might even be found further. I, I think if, if it had a run and this was over 1,400, you consider it strongly. Yep. It's, it's going to map nicely, but it, it, to me it looks like it's going to be in a very similar position or have Hot Z and Resort Man on its back and you mm -hmm. go, well, can Starline out-sprint Hot Z Resort Man? I'm going to say no, but also we saw Starline push God has chosen and we saw God has chosen come out the run after that and win at wait for age. So um, who knows? Starline could be one of those ones that's getting under the guard a little bit. So yep. mindful, mindful of that. But um, look, it was a real lane uh, rails cutaway sort of day and resort man sat three deep <laughs> three great. deep three deep no cover and one so the kilo and a half hot z gets with normal luck i don't know if it's enough to turn the tables so it's it's this is a whole car there's nothing i'm not i feel like there's nothing exciting i'm giving it's all but it, it it looks one of those type of cards i can come up with a yeah i think great again can run a race but i think the old legs i don't know if the old legs have got another win in it and from the breeze you know so i thought might get a little bit of a price one here and i was gonna weston he always. Yeah, surprised. I, I can understand that completely. Yeah. Don't know if it's got the killer blow, but, geez, it'll enjoy the 54 from one. It'll I know enjoy one. Uh, I, th I thought it's run behind Will Chino where it was. That was a pretty fast day considering the conditions. Um, the money was there and Will Chino was outstanding with 59 kgs, but he always just sort of hung around and there was a huge gap back to back to third. Prior to that, um, carried weight in the in over the twelve hundred, got back and run on behind position of power. Yeah, I can see E always from one running a big big race in this. Yep. No, I'm I'm I can see. Uh, but I just I just exactly thought it was going to be from. sort of twelve. Yeah. Each way price. You're yeah. 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 I. Look, I think it's going to come down to luck in running. I'm uh, not worried about McGrady. He's one from one on the horse. Um, yeah, to me, it looks like a resort man hot Z. I tried to price his prior race very exactly, so I knew exactly what I wanted to do. And look, at this stage, it's probably not a bet, but I'm $2.97. How's that? Very good. That? Yeah, very good. No, two ninety seven resort man and four oh five hot Z. Um nine forty star line. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got got precise. I was fourteen dollars always, a bit longer than I probably envisaged. Uh, fourteen Western Temple as well, who's um going well, just not drawn. Just not drawn. Can't get a gate. Um yeah, so look, I, I'm gonna go with resort man. I'm just just what it did last night, and it wasn't a fluke because it, it was huge in the bow fine over the unsuitable thousand. I actually thought two, some so. of his runs last prep were massive when yep. ridden quiet. So the only the only thing that can go wrong here is if he bounces for Sean and gets a bit keen. Um, but if he could come out neutral and use sort of, I guess, mirror the way you know the fashion in which he's been ridden to produce yep. his good form recently, sort of back half and running on, conserving and sprinting, then that's the best. But sometimes Resort Man has brought himself undone a bit. Uh, in, in recent preparations, as a young horse, he was able to race up on top of the speed, even lead and win. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't seem to uh, be his go, be his go yeah. especially in this company. So that's the only thing I can see coming unstuck from a low draw with Resort Man, just getting a bit keen for Sean McGrady. But um, I, I'm actually thinking Cot Z can turn the tables. Third up. Reckon he's, he 
Lulu Chani has got him screwed down. He's just such an honest horse. He's going to be in the right spot at the right time again. A resort man's going to have to have to beat him. Um, hoping for a bit better price-wise, of course, with Hot Z 420-ish at the moment. If he can push outwards from there, that'd be that'd get me. And Eowaz can be the potential blowout away from the main two. Okay. So who'd you tip? Hot Z. Hot Z. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think um, either of them could firm to some degree, but I just think if there is that little bit of money for Star Alliance, it means the others might there might be a bit more leeway. So the thing, the thing with uh, yeah, there, if, I if there is, the- it could be again. I, I I feel like I'm being very boring. It's not my sort of go, but there could be some back save opportunities because yeah. I've got them cleared out. Like I'm four hundred five hot Z. Next thing you know, if I'm getting five thirty and three seventy, mm-hmm. you know, you have sort of what do you have three point two units and the three seventy and point eighty units to get your money back hot Z. It's it, it's a safe way to play it, but I feel like it's a um, is that type of day and, and try and have a day where you do take you, you get you get a collect in six of the nine races type thing that's famous last words you know, that's <laughs> absolutely I take one collect at the moment yes. guru so um, but with I just thought with that the Bolton the other day yeah so with Resort man he just looked like he had after having a tough run he did have, he did have the momentum whereas I thought Hot Z had to sort of pick up underneath I know I had the softer run I, I feel like the, there was merit in the Hot Z performance even though Resort Man was the, was the horse that covered additional ground and uh, and come over the top of them but uh, not necessarily his his go Hot Z just picking up underneath him like that so I uh, I can see him turning the tables but um, but yeah another another um, clashy Resort Man Hot Z and for mine anyway I think he always could be the flying human horse if that's a possibility very good all right. Okay. Oh, look at this. It's time for the Paul Taylor handicap, also known as the Get Out. You don't often see just a name, do you? No. I wonder if that's just Paul Taylor from Lucky Duck Racing. Okay. You're Lucky Duck Racing? Don't. Oh, I've heard of Lucky Duck Lucky Racing. Du- yeah, I'm pretty sure that's Paul Taylor. Okay. If it is, PT. hello, Paul. There you go. Yeah. The Paul Taylor handicap. Paul Taylor what? Power stance, the, yeah. <laughs> just bomb. Just my name. What? Is that a problem? Just celebrating me. Wait, what of it? As a human being. <laughs> what? Uh, but it should be called the Get Out Stakes, BJ. ST. We'll have to get the 200th. S-T-E-A-K-S. Brought to us by who? We'll have to get the 200th episode to be called the Get Out Stakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, it's uh, the extremely popular Get Out Stakes is brought to you by Market City Meats. Largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located at the Canavale Market on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt, he was out of the races last Saturday. Good to catch up with you, Timmy. He uh, him and his team, they run a tight ship out there at Market City Meats. Um, swing past, say good day. Um, Timmy will look after you. And, yeah, let, make sure you let him know that you tune in to the 1-1. One, one. And, uh, yeah, he's been – a lot of our get-out stakes winners have been dropping in recently and uh, spending a bit of cash as well. So that's all much appreciated. But, um, yeah, Timmy, absolute champion. So congratulations to last week's episode 135 winner of the Get Out Stakes, Nathan Turvey. Congrats, Topsy. Nathan. Who, he was nearest to pin with his hibiscus lady prediction. Nathan is another first-time winner. We're starting to get a bit of a run on with the first-time winners, which is fantastic. So good to see some new faces earning their way onto Get Out Stakes on a board, Guru. Yeah, it now, certainly is. To enter the this week's Get Out Stakes, it's race nine, not race 12, race nine at Belmont on Saturday. Send us a tweet at the 1-1 pod. Let us know who you think wins. The get out and a decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred. Of course, get in early. Sam White rule. First in, best dressed, BJ. All right. So Paul Taylor. PT. Just, just the Paul Taylor handicap. It's very. It's almost like a uh, 
a stakes race, isn't it? The Paul Taylor Stakes, Paul Taylor Classic. But it's just the Paul Taylor handicap to wrap things up at Belmont this Saturday. Interesting 13-horse field. Paul Lee, likely leader, having its first start for and to be ridden by Lucy Warwick. It's on the Lucy Warwick stable. Haven't missed it early either. It's a bit excited when I saw the um the 15, 16, 17 dollars as much as earlier. Um how many runners has Lucy the trainer had? Uh Thunder of Guns has gone around a couple, couple of times. times. Yeah, Thunder of Guns has gone around twice for I think that might be it. Yeah, I yeah. think that might be it. So she obviously rode Paul Lee a lot. Um when it was with Darren Taylor, mm-hmm. uh, and I actually really like the the setup for for Paul Lee here. Um, well, my my gut tells me River Rubicon will, will find some cover. Um, I'll ask you in a moment how you expect that horse to be ridden. My gut tells me River Rubicon will be very hard to hold out late, um, pending tactics. But you obviously need some luck from eleven, and I reckon Paul Lee will get it um, pretty soft here. I reckon they'll be looking to tuck in with Kiora Star. Didn't go so well from the breeze, so there'll be a reaction where they look for, for some cover. Um, so I don't know who lands in the breeze. I think Ain't No Other Man's a better horse with cover. They mm-hmm. they failed from the breeze last start, so I reckon they'll be a bit more circumspect. So I think it'll be a race where a lot of horses that did maybe go forward or were ridden aggressively last start may now just be ridden a little bit quieter, mm-hmm. um, which will give Pooley a, a bit of a soft time out in front. Five of Paul Lee's seven wins have been carrying 60 kilos or more. Um, another one was a maiden. Another one was 59 and a half. So – Always said it about Paul Lee. Some horses just don't feel weight as much. I reckon Paul Lee's just one of those. Like, I don't think it's up to the, the good 72 pluses, um, but it can ha- carry like crazy weights in these type of ratings races. So, um, yeah, I think it's in front for a long way. I was far more excited when I saw 17. I've taken a bit of the, what have I got, some 8.59 back. So I still think that was slightly over the odds, but very wary of River Rubicon. They're actually the only two runners I have sub $10, DJ. Okay. Um, so I'm a, I marked them equal favourites. I think I should have had River Rubicon a clear favourite, probably. But just I from a knew the uh, way I was going to go. Just from favorite. a stable on fire type situation. What price let's go, man? Uh, well, it's running in the last today, so I reckon it'll come out. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's drawn barrier two, which looks the first three races at Northern today. It looks to be a day you might want to be uh, getting back and coming. Yeah, coming with one run, I'd suggest. Um, but if it does back up. I know there was, yeah, if it does back up, um, no, I gave it none. Okay. I think let's go advance a cat. Right. $14. Right. I'm surprised I was that short, actually. Weapon Sun ain't no other man, 10 bucks a pop. Weapon Sun's a Weapon different, Sun, different horse yeah. for Lindsay Smith. Yeah. Just he, a hard one to map with the apprentice on. Geez, he run some races last prep, didn't he? Have a look at some very interesting. I, I mentioned this to you the other day. Weapon Sun was first, second, second, picked up some points, one failure and drops two points. Mm. One failure. And drops two points. That's not how it works. Like that's not how the system works. Big screen earlier in the day runs third, runs third, drops a point, drops a point. It's very odd. It's very odd. And there's some horses you can't like they just won't shed points whatsoever. There doesn't seem to be any uniformity about it. So anyway, that's just my just something I noticed. Mm. Weapon Sun in a, in a week sixty six plus with fifty five and a half. I think that's a pretty good setup if they can um, find a spot. Two trials is a worry. Maybe it's not going as well as last prep. Yeah, okay. Well, River Rubicon, he's a classy three-year-old now four, resumed 
while he was a three-year-old in the rating 66 plus 1200, 27th of July. Just had a bit of a torrid run from 13 that day. Sean McGree sort of went forward. Um, looked like he was going to end up outside leader. Then Kiora Star with Bo Benevicet was sort of kicked up underneath him, flushed him a bit, had to come back, uh, sort of change plans. And um, for him to be able to stick on and be beaten just over two lengths on that occasion, there, yeah, plenty of merit in that performance. Um, yeah, well, just the way you're talking, Terry, about the horses, especially with Let's Gallivant likely to come out and there's – and the horses that are going to be a bit more circumspect from a speed map point of view. Sean McGrady might be able to get over neat with River Rubicon um, if they if they opt to roll forward. So, Do you think that'll be the plan? Yeah, well, I, I, to be honest, I thought first up might be a bit conservative from, from mm-hmm. 13. Just first up resuming, let him go sort of go back and run on. If he's good enough, he'll win or he'll be, clo- he'll be finishing the race off. But... Um, they sort of rolled the dice there and, and couldn't, didn't quite work out. So, but I, I look, I, I imagine by this stage of the day, the track pattern and the, that is going to be very well pronounced. And you got options. Stephen, Stephen, Sean will, will uh, be having a chat pre race about the best tactics that can, um, from um, that can get the best out of best result out of River Rubicon, rather. And um, they'll adjust from there. So, but yeah, I, I tend to, I tend to feel in, in this grade against this opposition with Paul Lee sort of rolling along out in front of it, I feel as though the breeze could be a good option for River Rubicon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just uh, bounce him out, put him there and see what see what happens. Otherwise, he sort of- Can be a little bit, uh, has on occasion not been the greatest barrier horse. So that does happen. You probably yep. ride him cold out of- Yeah. Because you have to. So yeah, it's a, he's the only one in this field that's we don't know how good they are. <laughs> Does that make sense? The yeah. rest of them we've sort of we've oh, ain't no other man potentially to some degree, but the yeah. rest of them we sort of know where they're at or where they're sort of uh, their level of ability. We're, we're not sure. It's the one thing I don't want to. I'm definitely not knocking it. My my gut tells me we're a very nice horse and it's yeah. going to be progressive. But um, the four horses that have run second to it, Sally can wait yet to break maiden still. Shake baby shakes going around in a class two at Kalgoorlie on Sunday. Bragwell is just a battler, and then Pelissier, um has only won a race at Albany since. So the the jury a little bit is still out on um, exactly how good he is. He ran, he was beaten a half length other one son, but that was the race they went thousand lengths slower than benchmark and he was beaten by Marzipan Lad, mm-hmm. who led, who is now racing up on the dirt. So yeah. um, there was, it was a, he carried 50 and a half on that he occasion. Did, yeah, yeah. He, he did. He definitely did. So I'm just, just interested in that sense. But the market, I, I thought he might be over-marked early, and I don't think he has been. No. I, I think he's no. about right at high threes. I would have thought he was a 4, 4.50 chance, really. And the thing is, I look at this market, and what are we talking at the moment? 125%. So- Quick skim down, Kiora Star 20s, that has to jump longer um, unless the inside's dynamite. It's just not going that well. Pool leg could be the target of big support, continued, even though it's already been the target into eight bucks if um, it's playing on pace. McCanto, I think, with Brandon going on for that type of horse will be a drifter yep. um, at, from about the 750 mark at the moment. Vital Blast, uh, the trial was over a month ago. There won't be money. Weapon Sunday could well be money. Yeah. I said, I'm 10, it's 13. So uh, I'm not going to have a bet, but it's a bit of value. Holy Ghost will be back to dead last. I can't say huge support, but if they're making ground, there'll be some support. Ain't Rain of Fire, same, same. Exactly right. Same Rain Rain. Dorado will lightning strike again. Solid as Strathmore. There's no money horses here. Let's gallop. Levant's five bucks at the moment. I, that big chance that's coming out, which mm-hmm. is which is a shame for the sake of this market. I hope it doesn't. Um, but I can't see where the money comes. So, look, I, I just it wouldn't surprise me if River Rubicon's 
sort of they come from the clouds mm-hmm. potentially just because I can't see. Pool E is the one where yeah. potentially if it's playing a nice rail that that's where the money comes. So, Well, um, well you know what you're going to get with Pool E, straight to the front, rolling yep. along. And Forget you- it went around last start. Mm-hmm. It got taken on by no white flag and like it's a great run to put a line yeah, through. Yeah, that was super aggressive, no white flag that day. Yeah, it's very rare start, that you see Pool E have to – yeah, hand have up. To have, have to yeah, hand up. It'll lay this on it to you. And, yeah. and the prior run to that, it, um, when it won, there was a bit of support around and it was on what well, we thought at the time was the inferior part of the track. That's right. Yep. So, yeah, look, the, the $17 or even $10 each way, pool A, it would have been, but it may well, this might be one of those over bets early that recovers back to double figures potentially. But um, current prices, I'm going to back pool A, save River Rubicon. Okay. It's a big, I wonder big whether it was the six, just the 61 and a half, which was a lot of the, just from an eye test point of view, whether, oh, okay, well. It's post-failure because they, they, they view its last run as a failure, I think, with Pool E. So Brad went up $15. This is the type of horse that's, um, because Brad's big on his maps. I'm, yeah. I'm surprised Brad went. I thought Brad would go up quite short, Pool E. So mm. interesting to see uh, what it does late and River Rubicon more so. I'm going to keep the faith of River Rubicon. I uh, really like this horse, really progressive, think he's going to win a heap of races, young coming through the ranks. So River Rubicon, but uh, definitely the way that you've you've laid it out with Paul Lee, um, especially the way that we've sort of viewed the meeting, we're sort of trying to look for those horses who are going to be yep. in that leading or in that spot. Uh, on speed, sort of out of trouble, you know what I mean? So, um, If we get the same deck as last week, I'd be looking to flick under a few of your accounts at race four or five. Yeah. Um, and if you notice, it's because they'll just come at pull A. Yeah. Coming at hard, even if River Rubicon, if, if it is that the fence lane is better than the breeze lane. And again, River Rubicon, I think if that's the plan, they'll get to the breeze, but it can on occasion be a, a tardy stepper and to yeah. work to the breeze, that could end it. So yeah. fascinating, fascinating race. And Paul Lee does, when he's at his best, he likes to roll too, doesn't mm-hmm. he? So um, he's going to be, he's going to have them under pressure a long way from home. And it just depends whether Lucy's got him got him at peak fitness. I think that's a, that's the thing yep. with Paul Lee. He has to be at peak fitness to be able to sustain that pattern of racing, which is not easy to do, but sort of refreshed. Um, I think they're gapping his runs three, yep. four weeks on purpose yep. um, at the moment as well. So you'd, you'd hope it was just a, a fairly um, – Confident changeover, like a happy changeover, like smooth. a has it smooth. That's a word. seamless, seamless. Yeah, exactly right. So. All right, so yeah, Terry makes a lot of sense there with Paulie. I'm going to uh, first for everything. Stick with River Rubicon, but uh, can exactly see where the guru is headed in that direction. So what we'll do now, listeners, is we'll take a break, and when we come back, we'll be giving out our Betfair best, our Maddies, and our lays for Belmont Newmarket Day. All right, we're in the home straight now, Guru. It's our Betfair Best betting propositions for Saturday's meeting. It's Belmont Newmarket Day. Who is your Betfair Best? I won't know my best. Probably it'll be in the second half of the card and I'll determine a pattern. That'll probably be. So this, yeah, I wouldn't be taking this best as a go get on now. I'm definitely going to be holding 100%, not a Gary. So I really like the big screen Vital Flirt race. I feel like I've seen that well. I feel like the winner comes from those two. So I'm going to make Vital Flirt my best with the big screen save. But if I feel the track's playing in a different manner um, and playing very on pace, I I might even go towards a big screen bet and a Vital Flirt save. So how's that? <laughs> I, I can't. I, well, I don't want to give you probity at 260 and then it plays massively on speed. I, I like Pool E, but 
uh, if the track is off speed or whatever they do with river, yeah. So it's just there's just not a, a massive standout. So we're going to go with race five, vital flirt. Just that'll do. That'll do. Yeah. All right. Um, my bet for best. Tough, <laughs> tough day actually, but I've, I'm settled on race one, number seven, Caramundi. Uh, horse on the rise, um, third up off nine days, stepping into this grade. I think uh, Sean McGrady, Steve Wolf, Karamundi, uh, get off to a fast start. On Very good. Hopefully some clear galloping room. Mm-hmm. Uh, May I've got nothing over 20 bucks, so we'll multi. Race one, Caramundo. Race five, Idle Flirt. Race seven, Probity. Um, abandoned ship for the second two legs if they're not making any ground. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah good good data to bet on the day. I think most of my playing will be in the last four or five races. Where's the best place to do that? Sports bet. Oh, bad bet. For- <laughs> <laughs> no, Zed bet. Actually, good segue. Actually, Zed bet's a great place to bet. So yeah, I'd be rushing to Zed bet. So do you know what they do? It's not on my account, but a friend's account of mine. He uh, had a bet. And they rejected it. Yeah. First ever bet in the account. They rejected it. Um, like max stake fifty cents. And he said, "Okay, well, I'll just get my money out." They say you got to turn it over. What? So he's like, "Well, I can't turn it over. Like you're not allowing me to bet on anything." Yeah. So he tried to even have like, there's a yeah decent whack. I think he tried to have a couple of thousand on North Melbourne to win the spoon at um dollar thirty or something like that. You know, and um, they wouldn't accept that. They're not accepting anything. And he, he's only got a chat, so he's like, what, what do you want me to do? I, I'm happy to turn it over if you let me have a bet. Otherwise, I just want to withdraw it. So Z-bet. No Z, good. Z stands for Zunts. <laughs> Probably should use a different <laughs> word there. Z, Z, Z not very good. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, oh, Z-bet. That's Z-bet a, in the bin. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, the answer I was looking for is Betfair, of course. Yeah, Betfair. Is Betfair. Yes. <laughs> On the day, late pattern, yeah. uh, weather, uh, the changing landscape of uh, a wintry day there at Belmont. There's no other better place to be than be lurking. Uh, free on entry. The, uh, <laughs> free <laughs> entry while you're watching the Johnny Patton. <laughs> lurking on the Betfair Exchange. My, I've actually found a Maddie. Yep. Just touched $21 on some agencies. Holy ghost. Actually, twenty-one dollars on Zedbet too. Get Is on. It? <laughs> no, I just, just just made that one up. Uh, <laughs> race four, number oh. six. All man uh, failed on the heavy nine last start. Did win the, uh, the start prior. I feel as and ran fourth behind reliable star there. Start prior to that, so I feel like the the, the best of all man can, can is can run a cheeky race. There's some twenty three dollars available at the moment. I feel like that's over the odds in what's uh, there's there's only really two or three in that race. So I think all man's probably um, should be a bit shorter than what he is. So that, that's the best Maddie that I could come up with. No, I don't. Uh, yeah, don't mind that. Ooh. Don't mind that. I've got him sub-20, so. Well, Alterno's like, $11. I feel like we might have had our all-man all with San Jose. Yeah, I've still got that old punting mentality that you sort of think of. Yeah. It's had its win this campaign. But, yeah, no, I can 100% see that. The two favourites both have queries. Oh, it's uh, it's one of those days and yeah. our lay for uh, for the day. Ah. Uh, not very exciting. Four dollars eighty, four dollars forty at Zedbet. Um, <laughs> success play in the first. I'm as I said, I'm upwards of thirty bucks from the gate. I just can't see how. So success play race one. All right. Okay. I'm gonna go a similar similar vein in that I don't think Sokoff can a breeze and win. Mm-hmm. So that's my lay in uh, race six, despite a dominant last start victory. So basically, with front. with Sokoff, you go from it'll be the lay, yeah. which I'm 
taking it on very much as well. Yeah. If Olga Louisa comes out, I reckon I'll be on. Yeah, <laughs> That's exactly. a funny, isn't it? Funny. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's just uh, the little things. In fact, if Olga Louisa comes on, I'll definitely be on. Comes out, I'll definitely be on. So, yeah. Um, yeah, just the little things like that, isn't it? Yeah. So, fun times in the depths of winter out yes. at uh, Belmont Park, but um, we're – we're ploughing through episode 136, Guru. It won't be long before you're in Kalgoorlie and then we're back at Ascot and things start heating up. So we just got to get through this period of time and um, hopefully the uh, the good horses start coming out of the woodwork and start to shine very soon. Yeah, exactly right. I think this isn't a bad little meeting considering it's, not. it's, it's the middle it, of winter. It's just I'm the, excited about yeah. seeing baby Paris and a couple of little sprints are, are pretty cool, but uh, pretty cool. Is that a way we talk? Um, but, yeah, anyway, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. All right. Anyway, got to go and find a way to get out at Northern and watch Yemen Lass in six minutes' time. I don't think the track pattern's suiting her, but I think she can win today, but might be. Congrats run. to Jay. But, uh, Thanks to Jimmy Stewart yes, as well. Yes, the team, the team. Um, great stuff. Great little battle. Uh, what a what a run from Jimmy. Yeah, he was good today. He was, he was very good, good today. today. Yeah, yeah, he's honest. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, as good yeah. as you can be in defeat. And, so. uh, of course, Luke Morton settling up Budley Lad in the, uh, in the Broom Cup. This Saturday, uh, thanks for jumping on, having a chat with us, uh, Luke, young man for the bright future, and uh, the Guru's got some runners over the weekend as well. Yeah, got so, a few, so see you. P- PRG Investments. To all those people up in Broom, go and get stuffed. <laughs> and until next week on the one one.